2: Vossi here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy live 6am to 9am weekdays. Just tune your radio to 1170am in Sydney. Come on!
3: Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It's Missile filling in today. If you're listening here on SCN 1170 AM in Sydney and for the first hour, welcome to those of you north of the border. Listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Heels will be along from 6 AM your time. And if you're listening anywhere across the SCN network, good morning to you. It is officially the first day of autumn, 1st of March, Brandy. Is that right?
4: James I, I didn't I've missed that one. Uh, and just averted a, a bit of a disaster this morning. I've been waking up on my own without the alarm between sort of quarter past 4 and half past 4 without the we,
3: alarm. That's yeah.
4: impressive. Yeah. Um, so I set the but I've always got the alarm in the you know yes. back pocket just in case. Yep. Set the alarm last night. Woke up this morning and thought just check the time, hit the phone. Jesus, it's five past five. I set, four, <laughs> I w- set the alarm for four twenty p.m. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so mad rush. Got in here with uh, you know not much time to spare, fifteen minutes, um, and didn't even realise what date it was. So it's March one. There we go. March it's the start the of autumn.
3: In my mind, I I don't really compute autumn and spring as much. I just go two seasons: summer, winter. And I, for me, so my birthday is 11th of April. I kind of have that as the start of winter. And now I, I just go summer right up until mid-April because it's still warm. It's still nice. You still go down to the beach for a swim. Yep. I'm just a two-season two, two season kind of guy.
4: Yeah, okay. Now, well, autumn sort of – I don't mind spring. Like uh, spring is for uh, me. I like for spring. Me, September, yep. start of September. Spring f- start of spring finals autumn. football finals and all, yes that's exactly right it's yep. weather starts to warm up at the back end of August by the time yep. you hit start of September yep uh, you've got the warmer weather autumn now is just sort of uh, leaking summer's leaking into autumn isn't it just as like, we speak <laughs> on the on
3: the news right now hot autumn ahead the Bureau of Meteorology predicts warmer than average autumn with less rain than usual. Well, you know what? The Bureau of Meteorology has been so bang on this summer that we better take their word for it. This was the hottest summer on record. Mm. Bushfires galore. Temperatures over forty degrees. We've had one of the wettest summers on record. That yeah, Christmas
4: period, it was raining the whole two weeks. You grew up on the coast. You grew up at in Port Macquarie. Port Macquarie, yeah. Um, do you think this summer has been the most humid summer that it's for, for quite some time? I can't remember that many days that have been humid and it over humid yeah. on the coast. Um, it's it's hard to. Port Macquarie is a lot more
3: humid than Sydney. Another five hours north, so I can only really compare off my last ten years in Sydney. Mm. Actually, I'm 13 years in Sydney now. It's definitely been humid, and we had we had family from uh, Melbourne up staying with us, and they they cannot hack the humidity. Kills them compared to Melbourne. Very dry heat in Melbourne up here. Send very them to Brisbane
4: then. Yeah, Send or Darwin even. Ah, uh, now. there might be a reason that i did miss the alarm this morning and i didn't wake up at 20 past four we've had woman down man down at home so my wife has been crook for a week she's been in bed for four days with the flu Mm. Uh, which means that my duties at home uh, have increased like they're through the roof i'm cooking dinner grocery shopping everything. everything i'm doing everything yuck so it's been a it's been a busy week, James. Thank you, <laughs> Th- thank you, SEN. <laughs> I love you. Uh,
3: did you catch the coverage last night? So the boys in Vegas, all our friends here from S. E. N. Maddie was there, Bossy was there, uh, Fletch was there.
4: Saw all of them last night. The seat looked great. Look great. It did look good with, with great. Vegas in the, with the big, the, you know, with the the. The Vegas. The backdrop. High right. Yeah. yeah. A
3: couple of big billboards driving past uh, advertising the LJ hookers, which was interesting yep. mid show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. That's what you get in Vegas. That's what you get in Vegas. It's the light in the shade, Brandy. <laughs> it's the light in the shade. I loved it, though. Yep. Loved it. Loved having NRL 360 back. Loved the second show. So the second show was really exciting as well. It was uh, Vossie, Matty Johns, Mick Ennis, and Brian Fletcher. Great mix. check. Again. The light and shade
4: <laughs> of Vegas. Which is talking about what happens uh, after hours. Yes. And, and everyone else was talking about the game. Yes. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Great to see that stuff. Great to have a live crowd
3: as well who could join in on a bit of that banter between, you know, your Gordy and your Buzz. And um, just good to have the footy back. Speaking
4: of Gordy, we're going to catch up with Gordy. Yeah, so, today. Uh, it is a Vegas half hour. So between 7 and 7.30, Vossy will join us. Uh, and we'll also get Gordon Tallis to join us. Gordon, of course, was the uh, uh, head of security for Fiji Airways. Mm. He, he was looking after the trophy. That's yes. his gig over there, apart yes. from just popping onto the panel, doing a little bit. Um,
3: was he on a panel? He was on NRL 360. That's he isn't right. co hosting this year, so Kenty's back. I don't know what the rules are in the media now. Can we say the name Paul Kent again now? we well, cleared. It's all good. Okay. Yes. Paul Kent was back. <laughs> uh, he, was on, he was on the NRL three hundred and sixty panel again last night, giving his hard-hitting opinions again. He's he's not as positive about Vegas as some of the other guys. That's a uh, shock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, three hundred and sixty back in full last night. Now Vossi has been across in Vegas for a few days. We've been doing our crosses with Vossi, mm. Voss Vegas. We're calling it now. We're anticipating Vossi may have a different Vegas experience to like a Brian Fletcher or a Matthew Johns. Light and Shade. Light and Shade. Light and Shade. But uh, Sats has done Vossi a little dirty here, I think. Have a listen to this.
5: I wonder if he's going to catch up with Fletch, Hindy, Matty Johns, Gordy, whether they'll take him to that dive bar that they went to in their little documentary, The Sin City. I couldn't see Vossi in one of those places. No. I don't think he would be. So we just had Jared
0: Waitley over there for Super Bowl. Yeah, who'd be more fun on a night out, Vossi or Jared
5: Waitley? I, I think Waitley. I think Waitley's like a, he's got, he's got a hidden agenda. I think he's one of those guys. Careful that what you say on the surface. Yeah, he is Meek, the ultimate professional. Mild professional. OCD. You know, everything's in order. He wow. Prepares great. Right. He's the ultimate professional. Yes. But I think. When the cameras go off and the microphones get turned down. He's reckless. There's an internal
4: animal there.
0: This is getting awkward. Uh, So, Vossi, hopefully, uh, still not picking up at the moment.
4: There we go. So, Sats. Now, I went on a little tour with Sats and Jared as part of it uh, to New Zealand at the back end of last 2022. And I've toured with Vossi, but only... Briefly, like we've gone away together, we've gone to games together, where we're we're not really, you know, you're not letting the hair down. No, no, you're not. Yeah. No, it's too long a day. The nights, yep. anyway. So, so I don't know what Vossy would be like. Jared's very, very quiet. Yes, yeah. It's not. he's not a. Uh, actually, I wouldn't term either Vossy or Jared, Vegas guys. No inverted commas. No, not, not at all. um And I'm not going to pick. Who yeah, who you're I'd a bit run. too close to both. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think. I'm, I'm so not picky. <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll
4: get off the fence and I'll
3: say Sats terrible call. Vossy every day of the week. Now, when in doubt, when in doubt, Vossy. Uh, when in doubt, Brandy, choose a rugby league man. That would be my advice. So, so when you're just looking for, those, for a night out, for those quiet moments, you can just throw up a, a league chat yeah. topic. And you, you know, Vossy's been in and around the game. He knows again the light and shade of rugby league. He knows what Fletch and and Hindie and Maddie are up to while they're over there. So Vossy, look, would would he be the loosest bloke on a night out? No, but I, I Jared Waitley
4: on a night out, get, get some <laughs> spicy, get some spicy margaritas into both of them. You never know what could happen. Um,
3: Let us know who would you rather have a night out with, Vossy or Waitley. Give us a call and tell us why. One three hundred. 01 1170 head to head the great
4: commentators they are both great commentators so, and I listened to Jared I jumped in the car yesterday after we finished James the cricket started immediately yep. uh, so I listened to the commentary for 45 minutes driving home yesterday it was fantastic uh, and then I sat down and then I watched the cricket for mm. most of the day uh, apart from being a man down the general you know unavailable to do anything. Yes. I'm I had to run more errands than, I, than <laughs> I was hoping yesterday. Yeah. Uh but basically uh turned the air conditioner on and sat inside and watched the cricket and watched Australia get themselves out of trouble they are in all sorts of trouble. They lost yeah. they they got a good start they were numb for 60 odd then Steve then Steve Smith went uh and and all of a sudden they went from none from 60 to 4 for 80 odd mm. So they lost three four quick wickets uh they were Kawaja was out there for an eternity without getting runs. It was a tricky green wicket. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they did the right thing, the Kiwis. But then Mitch Marsh got it about 40-odd. Cameron Green under enormous pressure. Now, we spoke to Jared about Cameron Green. Remember, we we raised Steve Smith, and he said, I think the bigger question is is around Cam Green. Mm. Now, Cam Cam Green got his second test century and a century that Australia desperately needed. So um, they are, at the moment... Nine down, and he was losing players around him. He was lose; he, he was running out of batsmen, and he had to. So he went the slog at the back end of the day. Like Love he, it. he hit four 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 Love to get it. his century, uh, nine for two hundred and seventy nine. That's a that's a pretty good score after they they were four for eighty odd.
3: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see our bowlers on that wicket as well. Uh, Cam Green, awesome, obviously a standout. A couple of batsmen who have had very very lean patches. Uh, Firstly, Travis Head, he had that run of darks and now he's got one again. 2023 was the year of Travis Head. Mm -hmm. Won us the World Cup, won us the Test Championship, great in the Ashes, great in India. He is having a really, really lean patch. He's probably bought himself plenty of leeway based off the the 2023 that he had. But the other one who hasn't bought himself that leeway, specifically last year, Manus Labashine.
4: Oh, he's in all sorts. All sorts. Yeah. And he looks
3: like he's in a mental pretzel. He's, yes, you can tell he's overthinking it, and he is one of those guys, very meticulous, very OCD, even a little bit spectrumy. The way he and Steve Smith sped up, set up for, for uh, you know, batting and in between balls. Um, mm. What what do you do with with Manus? How long do, how long do you give him? Because only say three years ago he was the number one
4: bat, batsman in the world. Mm. So he's got, like you said, Travis Head. Great 2023. He's, mm. he's he's given himself a fair bit of time. Yeah. So, so is Marnas. I would say Marnus gave himself last year, but last year it was pretty bad. So this if, year if again. It, if it tails off into, if it drags on. Two into, years. Three so, years. But they play these two test series, and then there's not much happening, I, I don't think, in terms of test cricket, mm. uh, betw- uh, between now and the end of the year when they, they take on India for the five test series back out here. So... I'm not sure if there's a whole lot of test cricket in between now. the second test against the Kiwis and our summer of cricket. Mm. Like, I know there's, there's 2020 World Cup. Uh, there's one-day internationals against England. But I, I, I don't know if there's much test, test cricket. So, Manas yeah. might... Just it, by default, hang well, on. Well, it might get until India, and yeah. then he might be under some pressure yeah. at the back end of the year. Thoughts and prayers
3: with Manus. Please, come back. We need you. Uh, hey, yesterday, 29th of February, we spoke about uh, unique things that happen on the 29th of February. Something that we didn't know y- until yesterday. Yeah, so my girlfriend yesterday, my better half, uh, calls me up middle of the day. And, she, you know, how, how your day been? She, she often calls me yeah. right? and it, for no real reason. Yeah, yeah. yep. Just to chat. Anyway, she said, uh, do you want to go down to the beach a bit later um, tonight? Just the two of us, and I was like, "What? Not, not what really dark? in the dark. Potentially, I was like, <laughs> "Not really." And she, I was like, "What time? Like, when are you going to be home?" She's a lawyer, gets home late. Yep. So, oh, well, I'm going to go across to to the gym at Marrickville after work, so I probably won't be home. That's later. your gym, my gym. Yep. yep. Probably won't be home till later. But I thought the two of us could go down to the beach. I was like, nah, no, I don't really want to." Like, that's a bit annoying. She's like, oh, "I, I thought it. You know, we we should. We really should." I was like, "What? Does no." Sounds sus. Little it bit sus. Right, but, but I'm also I've been up since four thirty, so I'm not Yeah. I'm not once I get off air, I've used up my word count for the day and I've used up my brain bandwidth for the day. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you, done. You, I'm, a you're fried. A yeah, you're fried. I'm a bit of a zombie. Yeah. I'm mm. a bit of a zombie. So I'm not really taking what she's saying and I was like, look, to be honest no, I don't really want to. You can go down on your own if you want. And she started laughing. I was like, what's going on? She's like, I was trying to stitch you up and infer that I was going to propose to you today. She was listening. She was listening. I was like, just so you know, if you propose to me, I'm saying no. <laughs> do not do that to me. <laughs> but then on another radio station That's down good. in I'd Melbourne. I like,
4: like your girlfriend. She's yeah, she's a
3: thinker. Another station down in Melbourne. I don't know what it's called. It's the one that Brendan Favola's on. They had a woman ring in. Uh, on air and mm. proposed to her boyfriend for the 29th of
4: February. There we go. And guess what? He said no. Oh, no. On air. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Why, why, why couldn't we get Ouija or Danny or someone ringing and, yeah. and, and have a propose. propose to your yeah. partner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's, uh,
3: that's, that's what happens on the 29th of February. We only just found out yesterday. That is the day, once every four years, where women propose to men. Yeah. So if you're a, a lady out there that proposed to your yes. worst half... Can we grandstand on Brendan Favola and his radio show? Do we have any know. SCN listeners? Yeah, let us know if you... one 300 one 11 Now, today, massive lineup. Don't miss our Vegas half hour. We're going to do that, Brandy. I'm thinking, uh, let's go between 7 and 7.30. We'll get Vossi. We'll get Gordon Tallis, the head of security... Uh, and then later in the show, we'll go MC Michael Kariannis to talk NRL news. Simon Orchard to talk anything, dogs. Dogs and anything else. Anything else. Yep. Plus, Fridays, you're not usually with us, Brendy, but we do the missiles mailbag. Looking forward to that. I go a little bit left of field. I go away from NRL and, I, you know, take a peek behind the curtains of what goes on in my world. It's a bit different. Okay. I uh, can't wait. <laughs> well, we're here for Brighton's layers. Unable to work due to injury or illness – contact Brighton's lawyers ring up and give us a call 1 1170 want to talk to you get in the running for the club med caller of the year you could win a trip to Bali worth ten thousand dollars we'll also announce the caller of the week at the end of today's show you're here on the home of sport in Sydney SEN 1170 a.m come on, come on. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Warm today, but not as hot as yesterday. 30 in the city, 33 in the west. Good morning, Brisbane. You're with us for another half hour. Partly cloudy up there today in 31. We're here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact
4: Brighton's lawyers. I'm just going through Marnus Labashane's test innings over the last couple of years. Um, His last four innings are 1, 5, 3, 1. Uh, his last test century um, was in Manchester in England uh, last During year. The ashes. Mi- mi- mid last year, that's yeah. right. Uh, he hit 111. The one before that, and his his runs look a bit healthier before, but you have to go back, back to December uh, 2022 against the West Indies. Two centuries. So two centuries in the last... I can't even care That's how when we gave innings. them an
3: absolute drubbing, didn't we?
4: Yeah. Well, they were no match for us last year. Remember yeah. they, they were it was quite interesting this year. The mm. the, the but last year they were hopeless. Uh, Tabman makes a good point too. Tabman 64 says uh Manus has now perfected his sullen long walk off <laughs> and have you have you seen yeah, he, he takes it hard. That he, yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's mo- a mortal wound. Yeah, isn't it? Well, you want to see that from your athletes That's as well. True. You don't want
3: to see them skip off with a smile on their but, face.
4: But they—he looks bemused that he actually got out. Yeah, like he sort of looks, gives that look of. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, Manis needs to play some more butterfingered teams. Never seen so many drop catches off one player. That is a very That's good true. Manis would be going a lot worse uh, yeah. if some of the teams that we're playing against could actually catch. He, I, I can't remember seeing a player that has been dropped as many times as Marnus There's has. been
3: jokes about it, hasn't there, about how lucky he is as a player. Uh, a lot of you having your say on who you'd rather go out with uh, in Vegas, Vossi or uh, Jared, the weight man. Uh, Morning boys would much rather hit the Jagerbonds with Voss Vegas, says the rat catcher. Uh, Dennis says Vos Vegas's sense of humor, evidenced by his show, The Fan, puts Waitley into oblivion.
4: Mm. So a couple of votes there for Vossey. Uh yes, uh thirty-eight innings uh, for Marnus, at one century. So thirty-eight digs, one century. See most batsmen would be under pressure by then. Mm. I haven't really heard have an the radar. Yeah, he has. He, he mm. has. So his last four, one, three, five, one. Mm. Uh, no against against the west indies and now test test in number Zealand. 1 against the kiwis yeah. uh let's go to the open line uh, yeah. we've got we've got jace on the line from north Parramatta. jace g'day, mate hello we'll we'll go back to jace in a, in a minute western sydney eagle says uh, with those recent figures Marnus would be better off playing golf <laughs> that's a very low score for golf uh
3: Missy and Brandy, Cam from Carlo here. I'd rather party with Vossi. Jared is the type of guy that would encourage you to do something stupid and then report you to your wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Vossy uh, is the quiet guy who you have to keep an eye on just in case. Mm, Cam yeah. from Carlo. Wow. All right, Jace is back. Warning, Jace.
1: Oh, yeah. But- it's very it's a bit quiet.
4: I can no. I can hear you now I think. Oh good. All right, good, who'd good. you rather well, you, on a night you, out, Vossi or Waitley? You, you just talk, Jace.
1: Yeah,
4: it's it's
3: very quiet. Uh let's uh let's yep. The reception in North Parramatta, must be the heat melted those phone lines yesterday. Uh this is a good one Randy. Going out in Vegas with Vossi and Jared would be going out with like what would be like going out with Ned Flanders and Mr. Burns from the Simpsons. No thanks. Says so a Liverpool City Lion. <laughs> Who's oh, who? Well there could be a, Ned Flanders, could guess. there could be a bit of truth in that.
4: Yeah. Well it's not gonna be your loosest night out, is mm. it? And and uh and don't forget, well, you know, how old are like Vossi's only a fifty seven, fifty eight? Uh Jared would be, I reckon, about this ooh, I don't know how old do you reckon Jared is? Just fifty five off the top of your head. Fifty five. Okay.
3: I'm gonna go low fifties. I haven't spent any time with him and or seen much because he's spent all his time in in Melbourne. Yeah, Yeah, that's true.
4: Yeah. Uh, Great to see the outdoor venue for the NRL 360 show in Vegas last night. uh, Highlight some of the finer things that town has to offer. (laughs) Billboard truck pulled up behind the set while Buzz was talking in full flight, talking about Adam Reynolds re-signing. The sign on the billboard read, escorts direct to you, phone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Parapowerpool. He's very observant. It was. Ads for LJ is regularly popping up behind the boys while they're talking. But, you know, it's Vegas. Hope you got that number down, uh, Para Powerboy. Power. Boy, you might need that at some point. Uh, legends, as a diehard Manly fan, I'm pumped for Sunday. So much so I've loaded up on Manly to beat Souths. But this morning I've heard that Luke Brooks may be out. Any truth to this? Beardy McCoz. No, we've done a little bit of research. We can't find any confirmation that Luke Brooks will be out. Rumors that he may have a little bit of a niggle. But I'm with you, Beardy, because I too am going to load up on Manly responsibly. Mm. I think they're the best value of the weekend at two dollars ten. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm going to tip Manly too, and uh, we'll we'll talk about the games a little bit later. Luke uh, Brooks was on NRL 360 last night, live there in Vegas. Looked. Looked fine. No mention of injury or missing the game. Yeah. You so, wouldn't think they'd put him up if he was going to miss the game. So, I wouldn't have thought so. All right. We've got to get to the news. Have your say throughout the show on the Edgewater Homes. Text line 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund. Up to 1500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. News now. It's 6.30 here in Sydney. 5.30 if you're up in Brisbane. We'll be back with all the big sports headlines here on the Home of Sport in Sydney. SCN 1170 AM. Come
1: on. Come on.
4: Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Some of the sporting headlines of this morning. Uh, Cameron Green test century has rescued Australia in the first test against the Kiwis. Got a long way to cement his position at number four. It's his first century uh, batting at number four. Green came to the rescue when Australia were four for 89. And Cam Green with two balls to go in the day's play is on 99. O'Rourke bowls to him, Green cuts, that's gold
2: for Cam Green. He cuts the boundary and brings up his century
0: for this day, for this test, but for the future. This is the coming of age innings. Cam Green kisses the badge on his helmet and he stands triumphant, promoted to number four and he can't
5: keep the smile of his face.
4: Running out of partners, running out of time. So there was only two balls left in the day, but uh, cracked a four to get to his century. Nine for 279 uh, are Australia at Stumps. And importantly, he didn't play the 2020s. They sent him back to Sheffield Shield where he scored a century for WA. So he's coming off a century in Shield and uh, goes and scores a century only second uh, batting at number 4 the coming of age uh, innings do you, do you agree with that sentiment i don't know but do you see so you just listen to jared how, how couldn't you not like going out with jared like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like he'd be saying sort of <laughs> prophetic
3: lines to me the whole night about you know some sort of impending doom <laughs> i just i don't know too much for me hey coverage of day 2 follows our show join jared and Ian Smith, us, and the team from Wellington, straight after us. So stay tuned to SEN. Now, this one has gone a little bit under the radar because we've got the whole Vegas hullabaloo going on. But uh, Luciano Leilua will miss the first two rounds at the Dragons. Uh, the NRL have issued him with the breach notice for not tipping off the integrity unit following his drink driving charge. Yep. So the drink driving charge itself probably would have warranted a slap on the wrist if he had it reported. It was 0.52, so... B's dick over, but he didn't report it to anyone. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's what will get you. Th- that, that's a stuff up. And, and you, that's, you know that's how certainly. these guys catch it? So uh, stuff stuff. they have to report all the names that are uh, appearing in court each day. Yeah. And some reporters will just follow that closely. So if you see
4: Luciano Leilua. You're not getting away with it. It dings for you. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly what happened. Yep. Now there was a reporter in court and went, oh, I know that name. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's yeah. going to cost him two weeks. So he's, he's moved to the Dragons. He missed the first two rounds. The mm. Titans, I think they play the Dolphins uh, in their second round. Uh, not ideal, is it, for your 900, well, 900 next year, but your big not signing. not a good start. Not a good start. In the AFL trials last night, the Swans went down to Brisbane 81-56 in Blacktown, while GWS had an emphatic win uh, over the Suns, 105-61 at Marnic Ravel. Did you catch go. that one? I missed Mm. both those, actually. Damn it. Yeah, Sydney Kings are set to make an imminent call on the future of their coach, Mahmoud Abdel-Fatari. He's said to be off with several players, including Angus Glover, who he routinely benched at the back end of his season. Remember, you can catch all the Hungry Jacks NBL action live on ESPN. Well, Paul Smith told us he was sweet. He had a contract. Yeah, uh, yes, but I think there's there's works behind the scenes. I guess the owner had to say that, well, and you know, it's it's almost like <laughs> when you ask a player about a coach under pressure. No, he's a great coach. Yeah, you know that's what you hear. Why love ask? Him. Don't ask. He's got the support of the board. We, we sh- I shouldn't have <laughs> seen that. I shouldn't have. I should have known not to even ask that question because uh, you know what the answer's going to be. Yes. They support the coach uh, at that time. Yes, but then by the time they lost last, you know, the night before last, they. You may as
3: well, support of the board means head uh, well and truly in said guillotine, waiting for the drop. It's been a famous line, hasn't it, for sacked coaches. uh, Gus likes it. Gus is a yeah, Gus loves loves that one. Uh, In the A-League, just in case you're wondering, the Sydney Derby will write another chapter when the Wanderers host Sydney FC at Combank Stadium tomorrow night. Thank you for making the switch over to us on breakfast here on SCN 1170 AM the home of sport in Sydney. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Come on, come on, let's get together. A reminder, Brandy, Brighton's Lawyers, your verdict is back. 2,500 of the best up for grabs. Just head to scnsurvivor.com.au. Mm. Now, teams playing this weekend, Brandy, I wanted to ask you something quickly. Now, I saw during the week, Luke Curie has re-signed with the Roosters for another year. So 2025, yep. Keery locked in at the Roosters. Now, this combination of Sam Walker and Luke Curie, for the life of me, I can't get my head around it. It just doesn't seem to work. The Roosters on paper, stuck team, but just not getting the results in the field the last couple of seasons. And I think the Keary walker combination partly to blame for that, but also just the spine combination. Brendan Smith... James Tedesco, Luke Kirie and Sam Walker It doesn't seem to work even throw Victor Radley in that as mm. a 13. Does this mean now that Kiry's re-signed for another year that if it doesn't work again this season that it's Sam Walker that's on the chopping block?
4: Uh I I well no I think cuz next year we'll take Luke Kirie out. This I'm I'm sure the that next that's year, his last. 25 will will be his last year. So there was there was you know debate over whether he'd go another year but uh, and he's he's had such a rough time with the head knocks. That like he has, There's no. You've got to bring that into the conversation when you're talking about Luke Keary. Yep. because back in eighteen and nineteen, yeah, I loved Luke Keary as a player. Mm. Like you know, and he had a crack at Origin, didn't quite work out, but that doesn't take anything away from what what sort of player he is at club level. He's been yep. a brilliant player. Yeah. But there's no doubt that. But I've seen a little bit of confidence in him over the last 12 months, or, or even two seasons, uh-huh. where he sort of had a period there where 2021, 20, 22, struggling, big time, struggling, and and off the field with concussions. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought you know he was playing some good footy at the back end of last year, as were a number of those players. He just Brandon Smith was, Brandon Smith was flat as a tack starting last year. He was disappointing. Like, he was really disappointing, mm. but came good at the back end of last year. They, they Remember last year, they finished with six, winning six they of seven. They finished with a flurry, at, yeah. At round, t- at round 21, they were running 14th. Mm. So they finished with a flurry, and they looked more like the Roosters that y- you were expecting for the whole season. Yes. Victor Radley played well, but it is still a question mark, the halves combination. Mm. Sam Walker was a massive thing for them last year. They dropped him. Dropped him. They dropped him. He hurt his injured. knee. He... Yep. he Missed a lot of the year. Uh, and then he came back at the back end of the year too. I I don't know if they're going to fire this year, James. I, I don't know if they're the answer. I don't know how well they're going to play. If Luke Keary plays well, uh, that will cover up a lot of um, you know, what happens if he doesn't. God, if he doesn't play well mm. and they're relying on Sam Walker, uh, the Roosters could be in a bit of trouble. They seem to chop and change
3: between... It's Curie's team. It's Walker's team. It's Curie's team. It's Walker's team, and then you chime in with Tedesco wants to have his forty odd touches a game. Well, and that Brandon can, and that Smith can,
4: wants to scoop from dummy half. Well, that's Victor right. Radley wants to be first receiver. That can confuse the issue as well. You know, Teddy Teddy's out there, and where's the responsibility of captain uh, heavy and thinks you know if things aren't working that he needs to try and do something for the team. Sometimes that doesn't work either, and then they they look so they look like a rabble. Yeah, like it, it looks messy. Uh, they've got the team to go well, and I think they'll have a good season. I've picked, I've picked them to run top four. Mm. I think they can turn it around. Yeah, and I think they've got the players around those players that we just mentioned, the spine, to to get the best out and sort of help the spine. And I think Tedesco, after last year being criticised um, for the first time in his career, really, yeah, like about what he was doing. Like he, he's had five or six years where he has been. Yeah, close to the best player in the game. Uh, I think you'll bounce back from that. We hope it
3: does work, but Roosters fans, and there's a lot of you here on SEN, every second person has Rooster in their name. If, if let's go hypothetical, it doesn't work. We get to round 10. The 5-8 halfback combination does not work. Whose team is this? Luke Curie or Sam Walker? You've re-signed Luke Curie for another year. Does that mean that his job is safe? Or do you go youth? And do you put Sam Walker in and find him and you, halves Partners? Let us know. 0457 736 736. Now, Brandy, each week we do this. An up-and-coming player. This is for Nilex. Elevate your summer garden maintenance with Nilex's watering products. Water like a Nile expert available at Bunnings Warehouse. Mm. I want to nominate someone this year. Okay. This is a Friday thing, isn't it? This is a Friday thing. so far. Uh, ben Trebojevic is going to start in the second row for Manly. Yep. Looked awesome in the trials and is in for a massive year From all reports. Ben Trebojevic. Now, he's a bit of a hybrid between the Trebojevic brothers. A little bit solider than Tom. A uh, little bit slower than Tom, probably. A uh, little bit less solid than a Jake. <laughs> bit well, of a hybrid Trebojevic. I, th- I think
4: your hybrid... Statement was good. You, you, <laughs> didn't, you didn't have to describe it. You, you, you're spot on. Uh, are you excited for Ben Trebojevic at back row for Manly this year? Uh, yes. Yes, but I think he'll play most of his footy off the bench if he does. Do so you think if, Schuster will find Schuster his way comes back, back If Schuster comes back, I think Schuster's – Big if. Uh, Schuster will be back. be back. He'll be back. He's got he's got a calf complaint. But, but that has been ongoing over well, the last couple d- of years. Calf, toad, yeah, chicken pox. Yeah, he hasn't – he's had a Z-car – He's had a pretty tough run, but there's there's talent there. And I think uh, Manly, if they're going to go well, and I th- I've picked them in my eight, I, th- I think they'll uh, they'll play finals footy. I think they need Schuster. They need him on the edge and they need him playing well. Okay. Uh, from the trials I saw, the Luke Brooks-Ben
3: Trebojevic combination. Mm-hmm. You like it. Chef's kiss. Okay. Looked awesome. Luke Brooks willing to dig deep into the line and put his body... Uh, put, put his body on the line and Ben Trebojevic running some great lines. I just don't know if Schuster runs those same hard-nosed lines where you've got to be willing to get whacked. No, he's he more of a ball player himself. Well, he's the ball
4: player. Yeah, he's the ball player. So if you go Brooks Schuster, Bro- does it get a little bit convoluted? Well, Brooks is not really your ball player. Brooks, Brooks is runner. He's, he's a, a runner. runner. Yeah, yeah. he's he's, he's, yep. he's not going to the line and mm. ge- generally not putting someone in space. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, well, that's what he has to – Schuster has to learn that if he's playing in the back row, every now and then you have to tuck the ball under your arm and run into space and yes. and run. And take and, a hit. And take a hit. Yeah. You can't play pre-line, before mm. the line, as a back rower all the time. You've got to mix he it do up. do it, yeah. Well, he can do it. Beca- yeah. And he does it better than – he does it better than anyone. Like if, you know, and he if he plays back row, well, there's not a ball playing back row like him in the game. No. He's brilliant. Yep. But he needs to mix that game up mm. and, and be a runner as well. I'm going to nominate someone, and I, I haven't had a, the opportunity to do this, water like a Nile expert, um Nilex watering products. Uh, I'm going to go a man that will make his uh, debut as a 28-year-old in that game, Jacob Gagai. Jacob Gagai, yes. That's a great man. We've we've had over the last four or five years, we've had more overage players make their debut than I can remember. Um, Like, over yeah. twenty five, over right. 25s. five. Yeah. We've had a number of players. It's which is awesome for those guys that have been plugging
3: away in your New South Wales Cup or your Ron Massey, because not everyone matures at eighteen and goes straight
4: from flag to NRL. And some players go through periods of their life where they they don't know what they want to do. Mm. They don't like, and they struggle yep. with with everything. You know, they go through tough times as people. I watched uh, Jacob, Jacob in Gagal. that uh,
3: what's it the the State Cup final
4: or whatever it's New called. South Wales Cup the, the that's right. That's New South the, Wales versus
3: Queensland. Mm-hmm. It looks like Dane Gagai 2.0. <laughs> he, he moved does. the same,
4: he bumped the same, aggressive, yes like Dane. yeah, so anyway, so a big big uh it's a big game to make you debut isn't oh, it Oh Vegas. The you're first in Ve- ever game in Vegas yeah, you,
3: you know make the, your to the boo. pitch, the
4: pitch they're using, the
3: grass has only been used for one other game ever, the Super Bowl. Oh really. Brand new grass. So they can take that whole stadium of grass out under the stadium, mm. care for wheel it, it in. use the, the Cause different Because it doesn't lines. get any sunshine. No. And, yeah. And so they wheel it in. And then wheel it back in. It's only been used once ever before. So that is the same hallowed turf that Patrick Mahomes led the Kansas City Chiefs to a Super Bowl victory on.
4: Mm. Pretty so cool. The, so they decided, so all throughout the season, they played on artificial turf. Mm. And when it came to Super Bowl, they thought we're going to use the real stuff.
3: Real deal. Right. Very cool. All right, we're here for Brighton's Leaders, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. We're going to take a walk down memory lane in just a moment, Brandy. Come on,
4: come on, Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup it for us. He's
5: yeah! On breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on this day.
4: On this day, first of March 2024, and on this day in 1965, Australian swimming Authority suspend Dawn Fraser. She was in the didn't we say we were talking about Dawn yesterday. For ten years. Can we just do
3: a Dawn Fraser every day? What is this? Was the first day Dawn Fraser had a beer? (laughs) Yes. Day Dawn Fraser went to primary
4: school. So sixty five on this day, nineteen sixty five, she was suspended for ten years for misconduct at the sixty four Tokyo Olympics. It was reduced on appeal. There we go. She's
3: had a colourful history, Dawn. Mm. But it's good that she then doesn't go out and pass judgment on current athletes, right? Each to their own. <laughs> in 1975, colour television transmission began in Australia. That's a big one. First of March.
4: I wonder why they chose that. Because I'm sure that I watched my first grand final was 1975. It was colour? And it was colour. Mm. So we must Who was had, it? Who played? It was Dragons Roosters. Who won? Roosters won 38-0. Um, it's Ivan Cleary's birthday today. Born on this day in 1971.
2: Lamb Walker
5: away from Gabby. They're going go to again. Cleary. Cleary scores.
3: Mm. Happy 53rd birthday to Ivan. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yep. And I'll give you mine first to give you some time to think. Ivan Cleary, where does he stand in the best coaches of all time? I'll give you mine because I only know from my uh, era I'm going Craig Bellamy 1, Wayne
4: Bennett 2, Ivan Cleary 3. Mm. Um, okay. I'll... I'll I'm going to march it back. And I, I. this is something we probably haven't got time in this segment, but uh, remind me to talk about coaches very shortly. All right. uh, I, I think, yeah, remind me, yeah, because we're, we're we'll running short of time. We'll get back to a few more on this days because we're
3: running out of time before the news. But if you're listening up there in Queensland, SENQ 693, goodbye for now. Pat and heels are up. And if you're here on SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, a Vegas half hour is coming up. We'll speak to Vossi and Gordon Tallis right here in the home of sport. Sydney's SEN 1170 AM.
4: Brandy here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy live 6am to 9am weekdays. Just tune your radio into 1170am in Sydney.
3: Shout out. Andrew Voss, uh, are you there, over in Vegas?
2: Uh, James, I am. Uh, good morning, boys. We
3: were Except watching you last night.
2: This morning, uh, I think uh, Lieutenant Dan has got that intercom switch down and he's, he's killed my return volume, so...
4: Uh, you can't hear us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> can't hear that, that, I will
2: tell you, I'm standing in front of... <laughs> An unbelievable complex. I'm in front of New York, New York. Hey, brother, how you going? I just met the goat here. Thanks, bro. I'm just on air to Australia. Good on you, mate. Uh, One of those street performers, uh, James. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm standing in front of New York, New York. So they have the Statue of Liberty. They have the Empire State Building, an Irish pub out the front, a giant Hershey's chocolate store. Um, This is at the um, southern end of the strip, heading towards Allegiant Stadium, uh, where... Things are really ramping up. The Fox League crew over there today. I think you've, a lot of our listeners will have seen the uh, images of the turf. That will be sort of a retractable layer. That oh, another couple of street street performers, showgirls. Hi, girls. Here you go, James Magnuson. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> um, they're going to slide the grass into a <laughs> Legion Stadium. So from outside, from next door, it is absolutely extraordinary.
4: Uh, Vossie, how close is Allegiant Stadium to the the strip? Like.
2: Uh, Well, a road runs parallel to the Strip that takes you all the way up that end. You couldn't walk it. I mean, I've been walking the Strip this morning. Mm. I've been walking for an hour from Resorts World. Mm. I would be three quarters of the way up the Strip, so that's how long it is. Uh, But but really easy to get to all the same. Uh, You know, just hop in a cab and and you'll get there. The Roosters are having an open day training, I think, 3.30 Vegas time tomorrow. So it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll head along to that, obviously. Now, I misled you about the training. I, I find this a bit odd, to be honest, but I know they are restricted with time. All four clubs will get a look at the ground, but only the two home teams, I believe, will actually get a chance to have a very brief run around with a footy, you know, have a bit of bit of a captain's run. Right. Who is that? So is that Manly and the teams, Roosters? No one's a home team here. Please. Come no,
4: on. No, of course. So... So, who, who does qualify for the home teams? Is it Manly and, and the Roosters?
2: That's right. Manly and the Roosters are the home teams. Uh, and I spoke to Pat Carrigan last night, mm. and he was of the impression they will just get a walk around the ground mm. uh, tomorrow and nothing more.
4: Right. Well, that's – yeah, th- surely there's, n- there's no home team in Las Vegas. No. Like, no. it just needs to be –
2: But that's that... one of the very few criticisms I've got of what's been set up. They've got a huge fan day today down in old Vegas. Um, mm. Apparently, it'll be pumping – We had live audiences for the Fox League shows that screened in Australia last night. That was fantastic. And I will come away from my first three days convinced. And I would do it as soon as next year. I would bring across a Super League game to add to the Rugby League Entertainment Mm. Allegiant Stadium. I'd play a third match. I would play a triple header because the number of of English fans that are here, and and Brandy, you know from your kangaroo tours, they love to wear their colours. You know, today I've passed fans from Castleford, from St Helens, from Warrington, they're walking the strip. I think we would add another, you know, potentially another 10 to 20,000 fans coming across from the UK to experience this rugby league event. I would add it next year. I'd have Super League and the NRL, a joint force of rugby league, and then, of course, you appeal to another lot of expats. I just think that would be a
3: way to go. That's uh, a good idea, Vossi. good plan. Hey, Vossi, have you had a chance to get to the sphere yet and see you too, or are you still up in the air as to whether you do that? Oh, he's running out of time. Oh, yeah. Come on.
2: It's a, it's a very sad story. So I logged on this morning just to see. Now, those $700 tickets I saw a number of weeks ago are now set... You can put a one in front of that. They're 1700 Oh, That's, that's, that's about the cheapest ticket you can get for Friday night. Um, so I, I'm not liking the chances unless today... I go to a casino and I have a bit of luck. So I'll have a bit of a dabble, a bit of a slap today and maybe a bit of blackjack and see if I can win Mm. a U2 ticket. I'm doing it for the team, of course. It's research purposes. Doing it for SEN. Um, But I think that's my best hope. I don't know whether I can cough up 1700 to see old Bono and Edge.
4: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, What about the – you sent me a picture of – the spicy, the Margaritaville. The uh, mm. did, you, well fat, yeah. did you drop into there and catch and pick up any uh, a spicy marg for um, half price or happy hour?
2: So yes, so yesterday. Well, happy hour is twenty four hours a day, Brandy. <laughs> That's the first news I'll pass on to you about Margarita World or Ville. I saw it from across the road yesterday. Today I went up close and personal to it. Mm. Uh, out the front. Uh, Four blokes without shirts on, (laughs) built like Payne Haas. And then then I I may have observed a couple of ladies not wearing uh, anything above their waist. Mm. Bar a couple of hearts, two hearts on their upper body. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're Uh, saying. Brandy, that's your place, Brandy. That's (laughs) not mine. Bossy,
3: Brandy and I have been talking about the light and shade of Vegas. uh, And there was no more pertinent example than last night. Paul Kent is delivering some hard-hitting opinions on the rugby league in America. And behind him is a car that pulls up with a massive billboard, giving out a phone number for LJ hookers delivered straight to your door. (laughs) Have you seen this footage?
2: (laughs) Oh, I I have. I I must say. You didn't tell me, James. There's another trap over here. And this is one for uh, any potential tourists that are coming over the expression LJ hookers as you've just put James, they hang around the lifts. Yeah, they're so, everywhere.
3: You know,
2: you, you, in those hotels, like you get into a lift and you need your card to get up to a floor. You you see them hop into the lift like at the last second, they just hop in and they ride the lifts up and down. Like, you know, just they'll end up on whatever floor um, and, and just talk to people in the lift and, and then they'll come back down and if they didn't work, they'll wait for someone else. They'll back into another lift. What's going on there, James? Again, that's, that's not my go. Mm. Not my go.
4: Vossi, we, we've had plenty of, uh, plenty of text messages about pies. Uh, yeah. Is, yep. is there, yeah. can you get a meat pie? Can you get any sort of pie in <sighs> Vegas? And have you tried one?
2: Well, I've got to be honest. Um, since I got here, I really have only had the one big meal. But boy, did I make it worth it. I did go to the Bellagio Buffet yesterday. Mm. After you spoke um, to us, right. After And you know, I was there, it was breakfast, lunch and dinner, and I had all three uh, in the one sitting. So I paid 60, about 68 US, so you work it out, what, 100? hundred, hundred bucks, 20, yeah. 20, 110 Australian. Well, gee, it want to um, be a good and food. I, oh, it was an outstanding feed. Right. No, honestly, it was so good. It was well worth it, the Bellagio Buffet, and to get there, you've got to walk right down the middle of the casino, so you feel like Brad Pitt. In Oceans Eleven, you know, when they're <laughs> when they're doing the job. It's um it's a great place for Bellagio, I must say. I mean I've walked into a few of them today, Venetian and some of the older ones. Um and obviously Caesars Palace is just beyond big. It's it's massive. But Bellagio is incredibly impressive. You know, just to walk around is something. I can only imagine what it's like to stay there. A
3: Couple of texts coming through, Vossi. Uh Rob reckons you should start charging twenty dollars a selfie. A uh, bit of a street performer act. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I've had a few taken today. I must admit, you know, you are walking down, and you know, all these dudes coming up to you. Then you're going to, Marcy! <laughs> you get a mussy. I've been a you know, manly fan. I've been a Titans fan. Uh, unbelievable. I said to this bloke wearing a Titans jersey, "Get out of here." I said, "You have to, g- yeah, you ha- exactly, Brandy. <laughs> you have to go up to the to the Vegas sign, the Welcome to Vegas, because I believe." You, sir, are a pioneer of the Gold Coast Titans. I guarantee you are the only <laughs> Titan fan with yeah, a jersey mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yeah, Take mm-hmm. a photo, because in 200 years' time, that will be, you know, a, one for the archives. Uh, another thing, Resorts World. So, all the players are now in the one uh, hotel. Now, on the face of it, people might be thinking, oh, that's a bit dangerous. Resorts World is so big. It, it mm. really it is a city within a city Three and a half thousand rooms. I I ran out of fingers and toes to count the swimming pools, mm. the shopping centres, the casinos (plural) in, in the in the one complex. It is it is absolutely massive. So I really have only seen, you know, um, manly players and a sprinkling of the South boys. I actually saw the former South great Greg Inglis out in the street today. Sam Thaiday, former Bronco, walking around. But the the place is so damn big. You could probably go a few days without. You know, without crossing paths, even though they're in the same accommodation complex.
4: Yeah. So on our last night, we we uh, we've commented this morning that the set looked great. Um, yeah. For the for the uh, three hundred and sixty and for the show that uh, you did, Vossi. Uh, what's on tonight? What's on this afternoon tonight? Any any filming?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, we've actually we we can call it that's a wrap. So we'll just have the opener and closer to do tonight on the fans. So on Fox League Australian time tonight, you'll get NRL three hundred and sixty live from the strip, and then Lara Pitt and myself have been pretty much, you know, gone non-stop since we landed, and we've gone everywhere, all over Vegas, so we'll try and, and we speak to Americans in the street, and you know, David New's coming on the program, Um, and and lots of American rugby league history as well, so it's a good fun show, Uh, we're going to start at Resorts World, and we're going to finish at Allegiant Stadium uh, with the show tonight, and that'll have you all in the mood, Um, and then Matty Johns Live is coming up you know, the the night before the game and then live from the ground. Boy, Maddie's having a good time. He, uh, oh yeah. The research the research Fletch and, and Maddie are putting into their broadcast is <laughs> something to go. <laughs> oh. yeah.
3: hey, I can imagine Bossi, you cop some friendly yes. fire here on SE and I want to play you some audio from Sats and Rat.
5: I wonder so- if he's gonna catch up with Fletch, Hindy, Maddie Johns, Gordy, whether they'll take him to that dive bar that they went to in their little documentary, The Sin City. Well, I couldn't see Vossi in one of those places. No. I don't think he would be. So
0: we just had Jared Waitley over there for Super Bowl. Yeah, who'd be more fun on a night out, Vossi
5: or Jared Waitley? I, I think Waitley. I think Waitley's like a he's got, he's got a hidden agenda. I think he's one of those guys. Careful that what you say here, on the mate. surface. Yeah, he is Meek, the ultimate professional. Mild professional. OCD. You know, everything's in order. He wow. Prepares great. Right. He's the ultimate professional. Yes. But I think. When the cameras go off and the microphones get turned down... He's reckless. There's an internal animal there.
0: This is getting awkward. Uh, so, Vossi, hopefully, uh, still not picking up at the moment.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> then, well, what about well, that? Look, well, I'm prepared to say there is probably some truth in that. We know about Jared and his relationship with the nude cinemas down in Hawthorne. Yes. I would think he may have a little bit of the dentist from the hangover in him. You know, <laughs> <what I> <laughs> You know, well, in future trips to Vegas, he may come back with a tattoo over the eye and a tooth missing. Wow.
3: Well, yeah. well, just for reference, Vossie, uh I backed you up. I said, no chance. I'm going out with Jared. I'm I'm the Voss man all the way.
4: Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that, yeah, James. You've got but a lot
2: of support in here. But do I want to go out with you, James?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready for that. Hey, Chuck from, Chuck from Calderwood has uh, Calderwood texted her. He said, uh, Wade, Graham had a bit of a crack at you on the buy round. Uh, overtaking a pick of a sleeping James Graham. He reckons what happens in Vegas yeah. stays in Vegas. No, mm. it
2: wasn't Vegas. It was on the flight to Vegas. Mm. So, you know, no, I feel like I haven't breached any uh, any rules there. And, and I was just amazed. I mean, I was in, in, in awe of the guy that here we were about to land. Like they're saying, you know, get your seatbelts on. James is still comatosed, asleep with a patch over the eye. I had to whisper sweet nothings in his ear. Um, which is Billy Slater style. I just say, you know, you know what's 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 doing, James? We're about <laughs> to land. Wake up. It was incredible. Incredible.
3: Vossi, uh, we've got to let you go, but you're going to be back to host the show from Vegas Monday morning following the doubleheader. That's going to be huge.
2: Well, well Brandy, I've just picked up to a store called T-Mobile. A <clears throat> lady has <clears throat> helped me out for about 25 minutes. James, I'm saying there is a betting market on that. <laughs> <laughs> the favourite right. way is getting to air, but people, but 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 firming in light of the equipment I just picked up is the is going to struggle to get to air. But I'll do my best, boys. I'll okay, best.
4: Let, let's not do anything silly. But uh, you enjoy the next couple of <laughs> days before the game, and we'll talk. We'll we'll talk Monday yes. and see how you go. We'll either do the show for three hours together, or uh, James so will Oller. be on on uh, standby, ready ready <laughs> to come in. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll get
2: to wear some way, Enjoy somewhere it. from some place, maybe from a park bench. Good See on you, Philly. Andrew. Come on, come on, let's get together.
3: Welcome back to Breakfast with Brandy and the Missile this morning. We just heard from Bossy; He's over there in Vegas. A reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL grand final experience, thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot, and strong. That's Ream. Visit NRL tipping.sen.com.au. Trying to find Gordy. Gordon Tallis. But he's missing in Vegas. Oh, that's a shock. He is he yeah. is the dug of mm. the hangover. But we've also seen on the today show on the screens in the background, mm-hmm. Jonathan Thurston was meant to front up. For a Today Show interview, he too has gone missing. There we go.
4: Sam Thayday over there.
3: He's probably He's missing. He's over there. He's missing yeah. in action yeah. as well. I, I've been following is, along on the socials. I have w- the it worst.
4: Is, is Willie Mason over there? Yes. Missing. I'm having missing. the worst
3: yeah. FOMO at the moment. So I was following along on socials. I saw last <laughs> night, uh, Hindy, Beaver, Willie Mason had
4: all linked up somehow in Vegas. Dangerous. And then they bumped into Gordy and JT. Jonathan
1: Sam Thayday. Somewhere else. What, what and, could
3: possibly go wrong? And then you'd probably get... Matty Johns and Brian Fletcher coming off a uh, a, a live TV performance, uh, looking for a bit of bit of fun. They're actually, you know, the time zones aren't too bad, Brandy. So I was it's watching. It's lunchtime,
4: isn't it? Yeah. Over there, so
3: so I, I was watching those shows last night, thinking, "Geez, it must be late there." Then I checked. So it was seven thirty in Sydney. It was twelve thirty, so just after midnight in Vegas. So they're five hours ahead of us, a day behind us. So the time zones aren't. Too bad, really, for that sort of west coast of America. It and doesn't. if you're
4: doing a show at midnight or thereabouts, and you, you you're, a you're bit, up and about, you're a bit hyped up after the show. You You've been chatting. You are so there's no there's no just going straight to your room and going to sleep. No way, no. You, no You way. need to sort of take the edge off somehow. Yes. And obviously, uh, Gordy, J- Jonathan Thurston, whoever else have taken a big.
3: Edge <laughs> we off. ask any of our Sen crew. If you're on the app over in Vegas, please send out a search party. Where is Gordon Tallis? He's supposed to be protecting
4: that trophy. Well, he might be. He might be in the foyer of some hotel just sitting around the trophy, him and JT just swapping stories. (laughs) That's what he he could be doing that. Uh, Johnny Mac says, uh, apart from up the wires, maybe the World Club Challenge could be staged uh, there as neutral ground. Don't know how that goes for timing and the secondary game. Just a thought. I don't hate it. Not a bad thought. Actually, I, I, I really did, I, like it. Yeah. Why, why, I really would, like well, it. Well, that, that gets the English component into, the, in, yes. into Vegas. Yes. That, that gets them interested. They were saying World on Club the Challenge 3 360 Vegas.
3: last night, there was something like 10,000 uh, English Super League fans in Vegas to watch this game. So expecting twenty thousand Australians, ten thousand Super League fans.
4: It's, it's it's a rugby league event, isn't it? Yeah. You know, anyone that was a, a rugby league loved the sport, whether mm. you're in England or Australia, you're thinking, well, this is pretty special. I'm I'm gonna go to Vegas. I get I get a trip to Vegas, yes. I get to watch league. Yes. Um it's history making. Um well, I think it would a lot be of like um, about it. Magic
3: Crown. We're the first year of Magic Crown, good. But then everyone sat back and watched Magic Round and said, oh, I've got to be there next year. Magic Round's going to be enormous this year. Yes. Enormous. Yes. You're you're in. You you want to go. I'm super keen. Yes. Uh,
4: Magic Round is a great weekend.
3: SEN bigwigs, if you're listening, super keen for Magic Round. I'm feeling some sort of like take the fans up. I'll take them on a night out in Brisbane.
4: Well, I went into the SEN. I I duck out of commentary. And if I'm there, I'll go into the SEN. It's almost like a pub. In, in the in the stadium. So and I really? go in there and get on the microphone and have yeah. a chat to all those SEN supporters who are in, in this pub. It's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. All right. Shout out if you're listening, big wigs at SEN. Hey we got a call.
3: Jace from Parramatta he's back. Hopefully you he can hear us this time. Morning Jace. Morning missile. Oh,
1: morning Brandy.
4: You got us Jace What do uh, you
1: got, Jace? Look boys, just quickly I loved hearing uh Vossi over in Vegas. But um, I'm coming to his defence after hearing Scott Sattler choosing Jared Waitley over Vossi on a night out. So um, they're both brilliant commentators, but let's compare the peers' commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jared comes out with, that's a shot of an emperor. Yeah. And uh, we've got Vossi who says, Classics-like, looks like he's been hit in the
4: orchestra stalls, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- yeah. Yeah. I, I guess you can, if you're going to break down their commentary, if, you, if you're looking for a night out, um, you're probably not wanting either of them to rattle off, you know, their their lines. And Vossi has said, Vossi said, he said, after you speak, you, you speak to Vossi after a game and go, mate, that, that, that line was fantastic or mm. how did you come up with that line? Mm. He goes, I don't know. It just comes like it just, Oh he, yeah. Okay. he doesn't think about yeah. it. It's just, it's just whatever comes out. For, for my and, age and demographic. Most of
3: it's great. Um, Vossi was the voice of the first rugby league PlayStation game. And so for my age demographic, we used to rattle off those lines in the schoolyard mm. that he used in the, the PlayStation game. So yep. his, his biggest line, every time there was a try, he'd say, Three letters, four points, it's a try. And so when we'd score <laughs> a try at lunchtime, we'd turn around and go, three letters, four points, it's a try. So we were using Vossisms yep. in the school playground from a very young age because that game would have come out when I was, say, 11 or 12, the mm. PlayStation Rugby League game. Yep. So he was the voice of our childhood for Rugby League. Yeah.
4: And uh, well, I, and I guess, you know, go back a step, it was Ray Warren. Go back a step from that, it was Rex Mossop. Yeah. You know, everyone grew up with different commentators that dominated the the dominated the sport. Uh Jace, thanks for your call, mate. Jace is gonna be
3: a chance at our Club Med Caller of the Year prize. We'll be sending a family of four to Bali valued at ten thousand dollars to be in the running. Just call our open line 1300 one three hundred-01 eleven seventy. And you could be our caller of the week. That then would put you in the draw to be our caller of the year. Need to get away, choose Club Med. Premium all-inclusive holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent. Breakfast, brandy. As always, we're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. Land Pride attachments meaning you're proud of your lawn. That's where we're going with that one, brandy. Six thirty news up next. Five thirty if you're in Brisbane. We're back with all the big news headlines after this news break on the home of sport in Sydney. Eleven seventy a.m. Come on, come on, let's get together.
4: Uh, plenty of text me- uh, text messages coming through. Um, thank you, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. Uh, the official handler and the security guard for Fiji Airways official handler of the NRL trophy, uh, is the, the security guard uh, for Fiji Airways. Uh, and he's on the line, I think. I think we've tracked him down. <laughs> we've wrangled we ourselves at Gordon Tallis. There's, <laughs> there's, <been> there's, <laughs> there's reports of many people uh, missing in Vegas, but Gordy isn't one of them. And we've got him on the line. Yes. Gordon?
6: No. <laughs> G'day, guys. How are we going? Good, uh, we're going
4: good. Probably not as good as you. But, um, and you can tell us just how good you're going at the moment
6: uh well it's just lunchtime actually it's twelve thirty i 'm over here so i 'm just uh, i've actually walked the strip and i 'm just going to have a quick bite to eat uh and then obviously fox tonight so it's uh um, there is a fair bit of pleasure and we 're in the you know entertainment capital um, <laughs> but there's still work to be done
4: there is work to be done so you're on set last night Gordy three sixty and we're mm-hmm. saying the set the set looked fantastic uh with the uh you know with with fagus in the background. You finished at about midnight, or, or maybe what? What time did you finish last night? And what did, did you go straight to bed last night? Or what what, what do you blokes <laughs> do at that
6: time? Uh, Brandy, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, we were on. We got off about nine thirty last night. So okay. and then we had a meet and greet with uh, Peter Delaney and Patrick Delaney and all the Fox and nine guys. We all got together and had a couple of beers. But yes, it was probably a midnight finish. Um, I got up today and I've been doing all these media calls, but um, it's actually a great vibe. Brandy, I I, I played golf, and even the guys that were playing golf, and one was from San Diego, they go oh, there's rugby on in Vegas this weekend. So uh, we're over here before Christmas. We didn't hear too much. We're filming. People are saying, well, what do you guys do? But there is a vibe around the place now, which is uh, which is pretty good. And they're expecting maybe 15 to 20,000 Americans you know, to turn up to see our game for the first time.
3: Gordy missile here. Did you see the footage last night? So Kenty was doing his normal serious heavy hitter thing, and then behind him, a big billboard pulled up, being uh, dragged by a car, saying "Escorts <laughs> yeah. delivered yeah. to you." <laughs>
6: yes, I know, I know, because like that meme comes through. Because when Patrick, <laughs> when uh, Patrick Carrigan's out there too, just right behind him. And it's got poor, so that's going around. You know, it probably suits Kenty. <laughs> uh, uh, Gordy, <laughs> actually, it probably suits Buzz a little bit more. <laughs> I, love, uh, I love it. That
4: you can say that and get away with it. Um, uh, did I
6: just say that? Yeah,
4: you did. Uh, now, so, so we just spoke to Vossie, Gordy, and, and Manly, and Sau- uh, the Roosters because they're the home teams. Apparently, get a little bit of a captain's run on the ground, but the other boys don't. Did when you spoke yeah. to Pat Carrigan, um, did he well, mention that?
6: No. Well, do you know what? Obviously, Manly got over here first and I've um, bumped into the Roosters. They're staying in the same hotel. I I all staying in the same hotel. The Broncos have, have only just arrived. So then they arrived about an hour ago um, in the Vegas. So uh, I don't know that. Um, uh, right. We walked on the field, Brandy, about a month ago and it was quite chopped up. It's 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 probably had a fair bit of footy. So... Um, I don't blame them. You know, and if you're the home team and you get a bit of home ground advantage, um, I think that's only fair enough.
3: Mm. Mm. Gordy, I've been getting the worst FOMO watching everyone on social media over there. I saw (laughs) last night, I think it was (laughs) Hindy and Willie Mason and Beaver Menzies had all linked up. Who have been your sparring partners so far for the nights out in Vegas?
6: Well... James, I actually brought my wife, so Uh I'm a little bit smarter myself, and Matty John's brought our wives. I think Fletcher's brought his wife, so Nathan Highmarsh and the guys that are over here that are probably just lonely and missing their dogs and their wives, they've sort of caught up and sit there and... Swap family stories, I think. Yeah, be so, quiet, okay, so with Willie,
4: and Rindy right. and Fever. Because so, Gordy, you, like you blokes, have had you had ten days there pre-Christmas. So yeah, you, yeah. you've. is you still a burnt. broken man from that. <laughs> yeah, He's still yeah. hurting.
6: Yeah, I, I, I think Maddie was broken. He did go missing for two days when we were over here before, <laughs> but And then that's why I think Trish did jump on the flight. But yeah. it's, look, um, it's fantastic, and you know we can some people are going to knock while we're over here, but like I'm standing here now and Elvis played on the strip and, mm. you know, we watched Manchester United come out to Australia, uh, the LA Dodgers, San Diego, uh, the grid come out to Australia. I think why not bring our product over here and, you know, see whether we can just get a couple of little baby steps going. And who knows in 20 years, if there's a game over here every year for 20 years, well, maybe we can, you know, just get a little bit of a tiny footprint in a bigger market. But mm. um, I think that they'll love the game. I, I watched the Super Bowl, and um, I do think our product um, is as good as that. So hopefully that the Americans think the same. Uh,
4: is there any talk about any of those Super Bowl players, you know, making their way to Vegas for the game, like the Kelsey brothers, Mahomes? I, I, I think someone yeah, said that.
6: Yeah, yep. yeah, well, Big uh, big Jordan, the, uh, yep. the old South guy that plays for Philadelphia Eagles. Jordan Mylada. There's talk that he's bringing Jason Kelsey, and if he comes, well, Tracy, uh, sorry, Travis Swift. He's mm. changed his name over here. He's Travis <laughs> uh, We'll probably go with him to watch it. And Hugh Jackman's here, and he's bringing a heap of his actor, mates. So we don't know, but I think a lot of the Philadelphia Eagle blokes are going to come out and jump uh, in good. a box.
4: But, That'd be good.
6: You know? I don't know. Actually, Brandy, mate, you'd like this. I, I, um, I played golf, and in front of me was Jerry Rice.
4: Oh, Really? The great, the like great the way, wide receiver yeah, so like for the 49
6: so I don't know whether the, I don't know whether Volandis is walking around giving them a ticket and say, <laughs> "Hey, mate, you want to come on and watch our game?" But I think that they can come on and we, can, you know, we can sort of get some traction.
4: Yeah, you, you mentioned about the positive vibe, but no, I, Gordy, I honestly, and you know, we've been on radio all week. I don't think there's too many people yeah. that are that are that are negative about it. Nah. I, I think, like, why not give it a crack? Like, get over there, have a have a go. Yeah. Like, it's it's. I'd, and uh, you know we Brandy, speak to a you lot play of people. Here in 87? Uh, no, I didn't. No, no, I, no. I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. make. I, what? I wasn't playing Origin yeah. in '87.
6: No, but 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 you know what? Like, I've thought about, and you played at Wembley. You played all those famous grounds, and we've, made, and you played in every big moment. But mm. I'm a bit jealous. I mean, I'm a bit envious that these guys are going to run out here at. At a great stadium, you know, at the home of entertainment.
4: Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a moment. There's no doubt. Yeah. It's a it's a massive moment. Gordy, have you seen the field? Um, how it's been, how it will be presented on Sunday in the game? And there's there, there's a, naturally a lot yeah. of talk about it being narrower. Have you have you sighted it yet? Yes. That, how it will look?
6: I think it's, yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it sort of looks normal, but it's six. I think it's six metres. It's And then I think the kick and what, three metre in goals or something like that. So, so yes, Brandy. But when we play in England, mm. it's always been the same. When you play at those soccer fields, we've always played at smaller grounds. Like anybody that's played for Australia, and Penrith would have realised, like you go over there, yeah. you don't know the measurements of the ground. So, you know, you're playing on a different wicket. And then, But it's going to be the same for both sides. I think the kickers will probably notice it. But yep. like when I played in England and some of those smaller grounds, when you go, I didn't really... I didn't really feel that I was, you know, outnumbered and there were smaller spaces. I just went out there and tried to do my job. So Mm. um, I don't think the players are worrying about it too much. There's not much talk over here um, with the players about it.
4: Okay,
3: that's good. Hey, Gordy, you're there for Fiji Airways and you've been tasked with the official uh, job of handling the Proven Summons Trophy. How's that going?
6: (laughs) He's lost it. Well, it was fantastic. So we flew over, we had a small stop in Fiji and. Yeah, we've had so many wonderful Fijian players play the game, but to take the trophy there and watch the kids touch it, and I played with two amazing Fijians, Petro Sivnasiva and Lottie Dikiri, and what they gave our game. So to go and some of these young kids, and I know the Melbourne Storm and the Knights went there and played as well, but, you know, I had a stop on the way, and it was a great blight, and the trophy did get here safe and sound. He might have had a couple of drinks with me on the plane. <laughs> um, He's probably not as jet lagged as what I was, but he got here safe and sound.
4: Yeah, so you, you're looking after the trophy. I, I thought they they might have just taken me to look after you, but you,
6: you've taken <laughs> the wife. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy <laughs> mate, I miss you because you know what? You can't take that boy out of Penrith. I know
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gordy, thanks for joining us. Uh, enjoy the weekend and the games, and thanks for thanks for catching up with us here on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Pleasure, guys. On it's you, Gordy. Good. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Up in just a moment, it's my mailbag,
4: the Missiles mailbag. Come on, come on, let's get together. Welcome back to SCN, 1170 AM in Sydney. Warm today, but not as hot as yesterday. 30 in the city, 33 in the west. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land Pride attachments. It's time, the Missiles mailbag
5: the missile's mailbag when you control the mail you control information
3: all right brandy uh formula one drive to survive the new season has just launched on netflix it's a global phenomenon and this weekend is the first weekend of the formula one over in bahrain so they kick off the season this weekend Uh, It's huge. It's huge now worldwide. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to give you a few stats on Formula One. First of all, I'm going to hit you with driver salaries. I'll give you the top five driver salaries. So these numbers are all in USD. So pretty much double them, one and a half times them. Max Verstappen is on $55 million a year. He's at Red Bull Racing. Lewis Hamilton, $45 million a year at Mercedes. Next year, he's going to Ferrari. And that number bumps up. I think it's about 100 million uh, AUD. Charles Leclerc, he's at Ferrari, 34 of the best million dollars. Uh, Lando Norris, 20 million dollars. Then we drop down to fifth. George Russell from Mercedes, a measly 18 million US dollars. Struggling,
4: doing it tough, is not it? Big bucks
3: over there. So I had a little look into, well, what are these teams worth? These racing teams. So the Ferrari racing team in the Formula 1 is worth 3.9 billion dollars 3.9 billion dollars now the sport has exploded since this documentary on Netflix are you a watcher? big watcher. I don't really watch the races I'd never watched a whole lap of Formula 1 in my life until I watched this documentary yep and now I love it the, the race this weekend's about 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, so it's a little bit hard to take in sometimes with time zones. Mm-hmm. But if it ever marries up, I-, I like to watch a bit of it. Now, because of this documentary, the, the sport has exploded. So that valuation for Ferrari at $3.9 billion, US again, is almost a 200% jump in valuation from 2019, which was when that those docos started. So COVID this, was great. COVID was great for Formula One. Mercedes is close behind. They're valued at $3.8 billion USD. Now, the average team in the Formula One, so this is from the best to the worst, we've averaged out their revenue, $400 USD in revenue. That's money brought in, sponsors, TV rights, all the rest, ticket sales, everything. Now, how much do they spend on their car, you might ask? Now, they have a budget. They have a, I a guess salary, salary cap, cap, a salary a cap? cap yep, to spend on their car each year, and each team pushes right up to the limit of that salary cap for money spent on their car. That salary cap, $145 million USD spent on research, development, parts for that car in any given year. Mm. So that's an expensive car. So I, thought, I wonder what parts go into that car. Well, the most basic one, which we can... I guess, understand, is the steering wheel. Steering wheel, $50,000 for that tiny little steering wheel.
4: Do they change gears on their steering wheel?
3: Yes, they do. They have the paddles on the back of the steering wheel, so they change gears. But $50,000 for the steering wheel. If you wanted to buy the car on its own at the end of the season, you could pick up a Formula One car for about $15 US dollars. So a big part of the 145 million dollars is replacing parts during the year. They crash so many times. Tires, Tires, yeah, tires. A lot of tires. Yep. Uh, So big bucks in the Formula One racing world. So keep an eye out for that this
4: weekend. Who's your uh, drive to survive? Who's your nominate your best, your favorite driver to listen to? Your favorite character, personality, And, and and your and your and your knob. Nob. Like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So my favorite is uh, my favorite
3: is Lewis Hamilton from a Mercedes, yep. and my A grade Max Verstappen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just yeah. not much personality, Max. He's a little bit, a little bit of a grumpy dude, but he's the most talented driver um, in the lineup at the moment.
4: And they're all they're all small, aren't they? They're little, little, guys. little guys. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. Guys.
3: Little guys. The yeah. one uh, outstanding attribute that they all have: neck strength. So they go through so many G forces they have to have these super strong necks so a lot of their strength and conditioning is revolved around their necks wow so most of them little guys <laughs> with thick necks
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: very strange wearing, wearing big helmets yeah yes uh, all right i wanted to do vegas one more time this is the last weekend we're going to be in vegas for the year so i wanted to do one more list and this is the biggest crimes to have happened in las vegas first one the death of Sonny liston Legendary professional boxer. He was found dead in his Las Vegas home in 1971. His wife found his body after she'd returned from a two-week trip. Now, they're saying that it was an overdose, but he was found with heroin in his system and it wasn't a lethal amount. So dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. Who killed
4: Sonny Liston? Still ongoing. Cold case, is it?
3: Cold case. The second one. The death or the murder of Tupac Shakur. We all remember this shot one. Shot out in the street. He was shot in the street. Car pulls up, shoots him. It's a cold case. They think they're close to finding that. I think they may have even prosecuted someone recently for the murder of Tupac Shakur. That's a, that's Tupac a long Shakur. time ago, yeah. That like was in 1996. He was only 25 years of age, and he was at the peak of his powers. Other notable ones, there's been a bunch of big heists, uh, but the other one that I wanted to talk about was the kidnap. Of the Wynn daughter. Now, she is the daughter of Steve Wynn, who owns the Wynn Casino. Mm-hmm. She was kidnapped and held for ransom. Two armed robbers. They asked for $2.5 million for her return. They settled for $1.45 million. Peter, uh, Yeah, Steve Wynn told them that that's all he could afford at the time. That's what, all he had.
4: What year, what, when are we talking? What era? Like
3: 1993. Right. The perpetrators, unfortunately, were caught few days later, one of them attempted to buy a $200,000 car in cash and the ruse was up. They were caught. Uh, a lot of other big uh, <laughs> heists around stealing chips, stealing cash, but those big three stood out for me. Okay, so he got his daughter back. He got his daughter back, well, paid $1.4. That's a good story. All right, that was Missile's missiles mailbag, Brandy. Uh, Uh, We've got to get to a break. First time up, I'm hearing it. Yeah, that's good. A little bit different. That's that's the things that I'm looking into.
2: Vossi here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy live, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekdays. Just tune your radio to 1170 a.m. in Sydney.
4: for the final hour of breakfast with uh, Vossie and Brandy. But uh, Vossi's in uh, Vegas, so it's uh, Missile and Brandy with you this morning. Uh, James, let me finish the coaching chat. Uh, we, we began it much earlier, and we've just run out of time. Yep. Uh, chatting to Phil Blake, and he said, and some of the great, some of the great moments um, that I had through Origin over the last six years was... Warren Ryan coming to training and spending the day with us, and just mm. and just chatting to Warren Ryan. Yep, you you f- you forget how much he know. Like just his ideas on rugby league are unique. And Warren Ryan changed the game. And yeah, he, he was a thinker. A was he thinker. club coaching at the same time? Uh, yeah. He, well, he was he was the dogs coach uh, that's, at that at that point. That yeah. No, not through Origin. Oh, okay. So he just finished up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is recently. He'd he'd retired. Oh, recently? Yeah, recently. The the last six years of Origin. Me. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant you playing, not you. No, no, no. Yeah, No, no, no. So he's still around the game. Yes, yeah. So Joey would bring him to training. Yeah. uh, And because he coached Joey at Newcastle. Yep. Just to listen to him. And Blakey and I were chatting about him and Brian Smith uh, the other day. And we said their knowledge of the game will be lost. Once they once they part, like mm. once they pass away, then so I'd love to sit down with Warren, and, and I have over the last six years at Origin training, just spent a, an hour or so with him and just pick his brains about everything and get get it down, mm. record it, yep. record him talking about the game, yeah, because he's still got a brilliant mind. Mm. Um, but my best three, but, and of course we've got some great modern day coaches. Uh, we had some you know, legends of the past, those men included, Jack Gibson. Um, but Craig Bellamy, Wayne Bennett are obviously modern day legend coaches, but my my list is ones I've been involved with. Yes, okay. Phil Gould, yep. the best. Uh and I put Ivan Cleary in between um Phil Gould and Tim Sheen's. So I was coached by Tim Sheen's his first year as first grade coach was my first year as a first grade player. Wow. And uh, so Tim Sheens is in that list. Ivan, of course, for what he's done in recent years, 2019, Penrith didn't make the finals. Mm. His first year back and then to what they've done over the last four years is incredible, which puts Ivan in that great list of coaches. Uh, And Tim Sheens is just under, under Ivan.
3: I like it. I really like it. If you had to compare Ivan to a Tim Sheens or a Gus Gould, any similarities between the two or completely his own man
4: uh no well there's similarities because the the person you need a unique personality to be a coach mm. you need something special in that, that, that how you deliver how you handle things and they're all they all do that in a similar way a different right. in their own way yep. but they all are they're all characters that can handle situations well mm mm-hmm. mhm Yep. righty.
3: time for our man MC. He's been bumped back the order again, but 8.05 and he comes in off the long run. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Kariannis. MC,
4: MC. MC, um, we're just giving yeah. you
3: sleep-ins this week. We're doing you a favour, mate.
4: Yeah, we're, 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 get, we were thinking later of you. Later. I know, you, you're not concerned. Don't be worried about it. Don't we're not replacing political. you. There's you know, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty sort of well it's a it's a different week, isn't it? Vegas has caused you know, we, we had to track Gordy down somehow. We um you know, we, we finally got him, but it wasn't exactly when it was going to happen. So don't feel bad about it, M C. You'll be right.
1: No, and and Off said I I get a sleep in. I'll give him the tip, there's no sleep into my household.
4: No, that they're they're things of the past, aren't they? <laughs> they just don't happen. Well,
1: what about you, boys? I've been okay about this missing out on Vegas and the like until yesterday. Sitting there watching Fox and the 360 crew and, the, and all the teams are there now and the fans are there now. I'm a little bit envious.
3: Yeah, uh, I haven't been okay at any point. Yeah, I've never been okay. With it. I'm just <laughs> – I'm, I'm getting so jealous. And, and watching them all on social media, I can see who's linking up and who's doing what. I've got some little timestamps. I know what time some of these – uh, stories and photos are being posted. And put it this way, I think they're all enjoying themselves over there, MC. As
1: you would, as you would. I know, I'd sort of meant from like, you know, when, when teams were training, there wasn't a lot going on. It was just pretty run-of-the-mill stuff. Now, yep. everyone's there in Vegas. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Yeah. I'd love to be
4: there. Yeah. Uh yeah. What do now, we Luciano Le Lua. Um we we've spoken about and we got picked up by someone said look it's not a $900,000 contract. Well let's you know, so let's split the difference and it's about a 700 and something uh year what? contract if yeah. you split it, you know, if you add the 500 and the 900 and the 900 um but it's not a great start, is it? He's going to miss rounds 1 and 2 and it's Titans Dolphins that they're playing, so The Dragons would be hopeful of winning at least one of those games.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, It's a tough one because obviously this offence occurred while he was uh, a North Queensland cowboy and the Dragons have sort of inherited this situation. They were aware of it when they were talking with uh, Luciano Le Lua throughout the um, process of, of trying to sign him and the NRL had intimated, look, that there's a potential ban coming. Just, just be sure and just be aware of it. And mm. the reason is, is because Laylor failed to tell the NRL, failed to tell the Cowboys, and it was only when he rocked up at Townsville Court that one of the local um, journalists there spotted him and was like, "Well, oh, what's what's going on here?" And found out that he had a very um, low range drink driving. But the, um, you know, the the greater not the greater concern, but the reason he's been hit with, with a multiple-game ban is because of the fact that he failed to disclose it, which is all part of the NRL rules.
3: Yeah, because it wasn't that far over. It wasn't the worst drink-driving charge we've seen. But a little bit naughty there from Luciano. Hey, Andrew Abdo has confirmed there's Super League talk. So we are we talking, we're going we're gonna to buy this thing?
1: Yeah, so obviously Matty Jones created the stir last week around... Um, the, the Super League and, and said that there were whispers around the NRL looking into it. Well, Andrew Aldo confirmed yesterday the fact that the NRL have spoken about it. Will look into it and, and explore the potential to buy uh, the game over there, and that will be a very interesting situation because you would see some synergies, some cross promotion, uh, you know, relationships. I guess formalized relationship between clubs potentially as well. So. I think it's a great move for the Super League because they're in a world of hurt at the moment, and if the NRL can get in there and, and, and give that game a, a boost, then it's just going to help not only uh, domestically there but the potential the, the international game as well, which the NRL have shown that they want to do in the Pacific. Now they've gone to America, and if they can fix up you know the UK as well, then I think that would bode well for the game um, long term.
4: Yeah, there's no doubt that it has been on the decline Um since the eighties, uh, mm. even you know you, you could push it out maybe to the nineties, but um, you know rugby union has uh, has decimated uh, rugby league over there. Um, yeah. it, it, soccer has always been there, but the the professional rugby game uh, since the, the mid nineties has really uh, taken its toll on the on the English Super League. Mm. So they, they, I think they need rescuing. Whether the NRL can do that, I'm not sure. Now the combine um the combine where we're asking athletes american athletes to come and be tested yeah, this is cool. and see whether they mm. might be um you know suitable to rugby league uh that's that's on tomorrow how's it all going yeah it's, a,
1: yeah it's a pretty cool concept i think 25 male 25 female athletes will compete um and you know there's a couple of players in there from who had uh, nfl contracts a part of nfl Ross there's no big names no one that anyone will, will recognize uh, from, from Australia, but, you know, there's truck and field athletes, rugby stars, um, Olympians and the like, that are all going to put their hand up and, and, and compete. And, and the way it's going to work is that they'll be put through a range of fitness drills. They've been actually given a, a booklet, um, which, which contains the rules of the game and some tips and the like, and 40-odd pages. And then they'll be put through some skills sessions as well with a couple of judges there, including the Jilla Roos coach, Brad Donald. Um, and then from there, two men, two women will be given an opportunity uh, to come out to Australia and, and train with NRL clubs and with the prospect of, of getting a development deal, which is worth, you know, in the men's game, eighty thousand dollars, which the NRL will subsidise. So, I think it's a cool concept. I think you'll find. How do we
4: know? How do we, ha, MC? How do we Sorry. work out which club they go to?
1: Exactly, Tigers. like everything to do with Vegas, it's a bit on the run at the moment. Um, nothing's been locked in, so I'm not sure if clubs will have to register an interest in uh, having these guys come with the uh, guys and girls come with them for. I think it's about two weeks. They'll be training in Australia, so I don't think it'll be one club that they get a look at. that might bounce between a, a, a few. All right, that's uh, and really they can cool. Get an opportunity. Yeah. Can we,
3: can we see but that I'm, anywhere? Are they going to broadcast it.
1: I don't think so. There nah. might be a stream online. Um, as well, but um, you know, and the winners will be announced on. Sunday. Do you know uh, what's in the, the
3: combine? Is it like the NFL one where there's a bench press, a jump, a sprint? What What is an NRL combine? Yeah, I
1: do. Like uh, there are a range of uh, fitness drills and, and skills. There'll be some tackling, some one-on-one, uh, one-on-one tackling, some passing, some aerial jumps, and
3: agility. Uh, all,
1: all these sort of things, agility, yeah. all that sort of stuff.
3: Yep. Can we uh, send out like a Gaudy or a, a Hindy or a, a Brian Fletcher to do the one-on-one tackling drill with them?
1: <sighs> Oh
3: it's, yeah, it's Hindy a bit or flat. a <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, Hindy.
4: Yeah, Hindy, how to slow Th- down the play the ball? Uh yes, that that that's that's interesting. I, I've heard I heard Joel and Fletcher chat to a guy that's that's taking part in it. Oh, really? A couple, yeah, 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 it might I've have been a week to, ago. I've it to a few. Yeah, have you? What are okay?
3: They, where where or are they places, come yeah. from? Are they sort of uh, university failed yeah. college athletes? Yeah. Or, yeah, is that the go?
1: Yeah, most of them are college. As I said, so a couple cool. were contracted. There was at least two contracted. One was contracted to Buffalo in the NFL. One was I had a roster spot in, in Denver. They didn't crack. Uh, they didn't play a game, but they had a a seat on the rosters there. So they obviously are um, talented athletes. There's uh, a few of the girls. Are, there's a, there's a few um Kiwi born um players that are that have moved to America and, and and killed it on the seventh circuit. And I honestly think there will be an NRLW player come out of this. Whether or not there's an NRL mm. player, I think the gap at the moment
6: mm. is, is,
1: is too far. But, you know, speaking to some NRLW coaches, they've already got some of these players on their radar. They've done some film work on them. And because they've already had a crack and at, at sevens, like a lot of the NRLW players have already had, yeah. I don't think the gap will be quite as huge. So I'd be surprised if we don't find an NRLW player out of this.
4: Okay. Like well, that, that's good. That is good news. Uh, the. Uh, Cohen Hess injury, uh, which will rule him out for the season, um, ACL against the Raiders in the preseason challenge game. Uh, is it right that he might've played his last game for the Cowboys? Is he on the, they, they, Uh, they might push him out.
1: Uh, it's a tough one there, Brandy, because obviously he's off contract. He's done his ACL, but the early indications are from North Queensland is that they want to keep him. Um, obviously it's going to come down to, to value now because he's, Coming off the back of an ACL, yeah, like it's never a good time. But when you're off contract and with the forward step that they've got there, it's going to be tough. Mm. But they've intimated that they want to keep him. Um, You know, they'll let him get through the operation and and things like that before they sit down and talk terms. But uh, it's an interesting one to see how that plays out because, you know, he played Origin before, He's had some sketchy form, but he bounced back a little bit last year. And, you know, there would have been a a market for Colin Hess, but obviously that's... Uh, a little bit smaller now.
3: Is he on big money right now?
1: I think he would be because he would have re-signed Mr. after while. Origin. He was probably mm. after Origin, So, mm. uh, you know, probably couldn't command those sort of dollars at the it's moment. It's unlucky for him. now with the ACL. Might be one of those ones where he looks at a 12-month uh, contract to try and re-establish himself and get that market value back up.
4: Uh, text here from Chase. He says, will NRL scouts be at the NFL Combine uh, or the NRL Combine, which starts... Uh, today, You would think that if Manly, Roosters, Broncos and Souths were over there, that they'd send someone, someone from their team yeah. would go along, the, the coaching staff, yeah. someone would go along and just check it out. I'd, there'd be no one flying in from other clubs, will there? There'd be no one...
1: Well, no, there's a host of CEOs there as well, Brandy, as well. Oh, yeah. CEOs conference there, whether or not they decide to uh, mm. uh, move on from their junket and, and wander down to have a look <laughs> at something that might be purposeful, I don't know. No. But, uh, you know, you'd think that there'd be access to vision and the like for, for those clubs to look at.
3: Uh, so today is the NRL season launch. Is that right, MC? What, what's planned for that?
1: Well, it's, a, oh, it's going to be weird. So um, I'm heading to the NRL season launch lately. Obviously, the there are still 13 clubs in this competition, and uh, uh, so they're going to launch the season. I think it's going to be a bit of a simultaneous one where we'll, we'll cross from uh, Vegas and Andrew Abdell and of Landis will still launch the season officially over there and, and then beam it into Sydney. Um, it, it's in the CBD in, in Sydney, in the Telstra building, which has been the host of it for the last couple of years. Uh, But it's going to be a really weird um, launch and and quite different to ones, obviously, that we've been to. I don't know if it's going to have the buzz um, because it's been overshadowed by the the four clubs that are in Vegas. Overshadowed. The the NRL population. You
3: you won't have it because he was on NRL 360 (laughs) last night in Vegas. He won't. There will be no buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, did Did you see, just quickly, MC, you see the big sign behind Buzz's head last night? Escorts uh, delivered did, to you. To yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I got a your text messages, Michael.
3: Yeah, buzz suspect. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us, MC. Uh, I'm with you. I've got the FOMO now as well for Vegas, but the impending birth of a second child has to take precedence. So good luck with that. If if the little one comes before I speak to you next.
1: Thank you, fellas. Thank you,
3: CMC. Uh, a couple of texts coming through, Brandy. This one from the Western Sydney Eagle, he says, if you were a Seppo having a crack at the Combine, mm. you'd surely be confident of getting a spot on the Tigers roster.
4: It's unfair, <laughs> Western Sydney Eagle. That is Actually, unfair. they have a pretty good roster this year. Uh, 987, they do. Uh, Combine will be great to watch. Uh, well, if you can, hopefully you can we, see it it we'll, we'll
3: try and do a little bit of research on our end. And we can all Just be talent see.
4: scouts if then. If we can watch yeah. it and go, wow, he looks good. Yeah. Let's, let's get him. Well, if you if you were let's setting up a the combine, well,
3: let's give you three tests or measures that you'd do for a, a player that's never played rugby league. Because yeah. the NFL one's mostly around athleticism. It's a 40-yard dash. What it is. It's a
4: well, that's the, what the game is, isn't it? It's based on power. It's yes. a power game. It's because yes. they're, they're not asking. I, I found issue. it strange. And the game... Went into the Super Bowl, went into extra time, and yeah. the commentators are going, Wow, these guys, he, they've got to be cramping up soon. Like they've
3: done barely, probably a minute combined work. <laughs> it
4: might be one, you know, it might be the running back who takes two hits or doesn't two he, three hits. He does a lot
3: of work comparably
4: to the rest of the team, doesn't I'm saying, he? Where's the money for me? Yeah. You're just standing around. Christian him.
3: McCaffrey what? was doing everything for the 49ers. It was like a one man team. Uh, we're here for Bryden's lawyers. Unable to work due to
4: injury or illness, contact Bryden's lawyers. <laughs> Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Uh, let's go to the calls. Uh, Pedro the Rooster. Been there for a while, Pedro. Thank you, mate. Go ahead. <laughs> G'day, Brandy. Missile. How are you going? Happy
1: happy pre-Vegas
4: Friday. Mm. Oh, that's... Vegas yeah, okay. Eve. Yeah, I've got you. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. What Can else do you advice? want to say? But wishing us happy pre-Vegas yeah.
1: I was just wondering, boys, we're talking to the – very excited for the weekend. I wonder whether we could have an SEN Lucy Goosey Award.
3: Well, it wouldn't be I much of a competition, to a Pedro. Special.
1: Can you ask Kenny Goodman to put a uh, market up for us?
3: It, it'll be Brian Fletcher at $1.01. I'd frame the market, Pedro. What do you reckon, Brandy? Uh, yes, red-hot yeah. favourite. I mean, Unba- Maddie, Maddie maybe $3, Vossie 100 and one. Of $1. Of hundreds, Yeah. yeah.
1: Aussies, uh, for sure but the, but then you've got the peripherals you know Wade Graham and all those guys you know they might they might be a sneaky for the Quinella.
4: okay yeah, yeah yeah okay well we'll need we need a list pedro we'll, we'll get we'll work on a list and then we'll put well, then we'll then we'll price it up and yep. then we'll get Sean Omerod, uh the coal miner to to give us the uh what they think uh the bag uh still off the coast in w a still
7: here brandy and uh missile.
4: Go ahead, mate. Good to good to chat. Just
0: uh, wondering the approach to the uh strength and uh, strength and conditioning of, of the fell teams and mm. rugby league. Yep. Uh
4: there there'd be a fair bit of difference.
3: Yeah, there'd be a much more uh much more focus on fitness in the NRL aspect of the strength and conditioning. And they wouldn't want to be carrying as much body weight as some positions in the NFL. Some go- some of those guys couldn't run a hundred meters. No, the the defensive line. Yeah. 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 No, they couldn't.
4: I I wouldn't think running would be much in their in their training. Uh, and, and bag, it's, it's short, sharp. It's, it's, it's not aerobic work. It's anaerobic. It's stop, have a rest, lots of power. So the completely, completely different training, uh, the running backs, and the wide receivers would all do speed work, very yeah. similar to what the, the NRL do. So like NRL that would NRL probably be the best work.
3: crossover would be a running back.
4: Correct, running back. The man that runs into the defence. That's yep. right. Yep. All righty, time for our man, Shawnee Omorod. Make it
3: look easy with Sportsbet. Sean, uh, cricket yesterday, uh, Australia nine for overnight. What's that market doing today? Yeah, good morning, boys.
0: I think you'd probably take uh, the result. Um, after that, uh, we got sent in to bat on that green pitch for a dollar eighty-two. Now the Aussies, the Kiwis, three dollars fifteen. It's actually pretty much um, a mirror of what the uh, what the odds were when the first bowl ball rather was bowled. Um, after we drifted, after being sent in, so it's all set up. Cameron Green, he was six bucks uh, top run scorer, so he's got that sewn up. He's 103 on hundred
4: and three not out. We'll see how uh, how long Josh Hazard would last with him. Uh, yes, it, it was a, it was a great day of cricket. Uh, Shawnee because who had the upper hand sort of chopped and changed throughout the day, but you would say that Australia would have walked off after being four for eighty nine yeah. you know left yesterday thinking well that that's a that's a good result we' we're, we've probably got our noses in front we'll see a lot of i think we'll see a lot of kiwi wickets fall today uh the uh the pitch i think suits our bowlers they're they're in a bit of trouble the the Kiwis uh, super rugby uh or a league well let's go with what would you rather? Super Rugby uh, or A-League? Rats. Are so oh, let's go Super Rugby. Okay. Super Rugby. <laughs> <laughs> super Rugby. Okay. That's the,
0: that's the correct answer there, Miss Olin. Yeah, we've got the R. M. Williams Convention uh, down here as well. today for the, uh, the Super Rugby match. Collars round. up. And it, yeah, and it looks like it could be a bit of a tough uh, weekend for the Aussie contingent. We've got the Rebels and the Force there taking on each other uh, tonight. Rebels forty, but then... For the rest of the weekend, pretty tough. The Tars—they've got the Crusaders, big outsiders at $9.50 for Whoa, nine dollars fifty for the Nine
3: dollars in a two-horse race. Who are yeah, they playing? The Crusaders. The they
0: they're playing the uh, the
4: Crusaders. Right. So they're Pretty handy. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. As we know. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what are we at the now? Grumbies, it's three dollars Chiefs. Super eight and the Super Reds Twelve take them Hurricanes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, we missed that, Shawnee. But we'll, yeah. We'll, um, um, what is Super Twelve? Super How are in the rugby? Yeah. What are we? Do we still play Argentina? Like, is there an no, they no. I I
3: th- I'm pretty sure they're gone. I think South Africa gone. I think Japan gone. Is that right, Sean? Are you our yeah, expert? Yeah, it's
0: just the Pacifica. So we've got Moana, Pacifica, Fiji, uh, Fiji and Drua, rather, against the Aussie and Kiwi team. So a bit of a,
3: okay. a condensed
0: super rugby
4: competition. Well, that's yeah, that's better. That That is better. Hey, uh, um, it,
3: Sean, is the Vegas FOMO properly kicking in for you now as we see all the content filter out from oh, the Sin City? Mate. You have got no idea. And I heard a
0: bit of chat who's going to get the votes for the sort of the SEN contingent. Brian Fletcher is no betting, but they're probably lucky. <laughs> no uh, betting. There is no missile right. And uh, Sean the Trader or the coal miner over there. Because so I think we might just feature in the votes next year. Miss <laughs> yes. I'll let's
3: get over there. We've got it to do it. We've got it to do it. What,
4: hey, what, what, what about Hammy? Has he? How, how's Hammy been performing? Like, he's not that he's, loose. How's he been going? Yeah, he's been
3: pretty year? well behaved from what I've seen.
0: They're okay. so at the Sunder from down under last night where he's Pretty sure his glasses were fogging up in some of the footy job <laughs> scenes, so I think he
3: enjoyed him <laughs> some of that show. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy, the little dirtbag. All right, thanks for joining us, Shawnee. Have a good weekend. See you, boys. Take care. What are
7: you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
4: Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. There's a stack of texts coming in. Uh, the reptile... I love it when, you know, we have our, uh, those that listen crack having a crack at each other. Reptile, who doesn't mind a crack at uh, other people, says, uh, Happy you're a freckle day, Pedro. <laughs> 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 the Lucy Goosey Award, you are um, the most uninteresting person on the planet. Pre- hope the roosters get flogged. <laughs> That's so nasty. Is Rep- Reptile. Reptile's a south fan, isn't he? I think he yeah. is. Yeah, it makes
3: sense. Yeah. put that in the book of feuds. Bunnies, roosters, yeah. You can understand them. Straight to the book of feuds for Pedro the rooster and the reptile. Brandy, who's going to have a breakout performance in Vegas on Sunday? For breakout river meats, 100% Australian meat, locally produced from Cowra in New South Wales. I believe that's where Port Macquarie Pearl lives now. Cowra lamb found only at your local independent butcher. Mm. Breakout stars this weekend. I mean, we went with uh, Trebojevic and... uh,
4: uh, Jacob Gagai as our rising stars. Who's going to have a breakout performance? Uh, I, I'm going to go for I reckon Spencer Leniu. So in the absence Good of one. Jared Warrior Hargreaves, yes. Spencer gets a start, which is which is a rare thing for Spencer. Uh, yep. You know, just coming off the bench for the Panthers. Um, there's not he's a unique player, Spencer. There's not many Spencer Lenu's in the competition that can by by make a unique, an impact do you man lunatic. No, 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 no. Just built speed oh, he, is, power. he is a machine he is a uh, machine is this, spencer he,
3: as scary off the pitch as he is on the pitch
4: uh yeah there's a streak to him yeah, definitely yeah he's a, he's it was a lovely against young lad
3: that he, he that the, the eyes
4: started rolling the red mist descended that was scary stuff yeah so so spencer i think starting for the roosters first game in a chooks jersey a breakout game so spencer
3: Spence. spencer up against Payne Hass, pat carrigan Great battle, mm. great battle. Good battle in the middle. Which game are you looking forward to more?
4: Uh, I don't know. Can't split them. Mm. Both, 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 both. As the equal. first one's
3: awesome in that you've got Tom Trebouvitch up against Latrell Mitchell. Second game, you've got the four pack of the Roosters against
4: the four pack of the Broncos. Of course, you're Reese Walsh, James Tedesco's. I'm so there's so there's a lot of question marks about the sides coming in Brisbane. Even Brisbane, you know, Grand finalists went within a whisker of winning it. You know, there is a question mark over yeah. how will they how, how will they, they handle it without Herbie, Herbie Farnworth? I don't think they'll have a problem. I think losing a grand final is great motivation. Yeah, there, there is not There is not another game that motivates a player like losing a grand final. Yeah. it's yep. soul destroying. They lost it in a manner that will hurt them. Will have hurt them all summer. Shock that right. won't. It won't hurt how they approach this year. Mm. They they will approach. They will approach it um, like and and as i said the motivation in losing a grand final is is as good as you get yeah so i think yeah. th- that they'll be good for they'll that they'll be hungry um, but the bunnies and the and the Rabbitohs, they miss uh, sorry the seagulls the and Eagles. the rabidoes yeah. missed the finals last year yep. both of them disappointing yep. yep uh and i think both can make it this year so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what i i'm i'm showing some faith in picking those both those teams to make the 8 um will i be indicated. Yeah, I oh, I'm I'm with you. I think both teams
3: bounce back and make the 8. Uh both pending on their fullbacks. Tom Trbojevic play, plays the majority of games, I think Manly make it. Latrell plays the majority of games, I think Souths make it. Either fullback miss a big big stack of football. Mm.
4: I think both miss. Yeah. Well, Souths packs looks good because they've got no injuries Can there. I give
3: you can I give you a highlight that the NRL would be foaming at the mouth for? Tom Trebojevic breaks the line. Uh, 40 metres to go, only Luttrell in front of him. And, and, and Luttrell, Luttrell takes his head off? Latrell looks to jam <laughs> him. Yeah, Latrell. Well, you know, sometimes I reckon there'd be players, it used to happen with GI. Mm. They break the line, they look up, only fullback to beat, and then they see Luttrell standing there or GI standing there. Oh, mm. No, thank you. But yep. Tom Trebojevic, mono in mono with Luttrell Mitchell. Love that.
4: That'd be pretty good, uh, as would... Reese Walsh up against James Tedesco yeah same same we've got four of the best fullbacks over there in Vegas Uh, that
3: was thanks to Breakout River Meats 100% Australian meat locally produced from Cowra in New South Wales Cowra lamb found
4: only at your local independent butcher uh, don't forget, we'll be announcing our Club Med Caller of the Week at the end of today's show. All of our callers of the week go into the draw for a holiday Holiday to Bali worth nearly 10 grand. Need to get away? Choose Club Med Premium, all inclusive holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent. Simon so Orchard from thedogs.com.au.
3: The Ladbrokes Country Classic is on this Saturday, well, next Saturday, March 16th. Greyhound Racing Supercharged. Welcome to the show, Simon Orchard.
7: Yeah, boys, good morning.
3: Morning, Simon.
7: The Country Classic. I tell you what, there's been a big uh, story going around the traps. It started on Monday at Naira, fellas, with the Heats there. We've had Gosford. We had Tamora. A track record went uh, off down there with Bella Yuna. We had Dapto last night. We've still got a couple of Heats to come. But the big yarn coming out of the Greyhound world is apparently there's a mechanical bucking bull that's going to be at the final site. <laughs> Out there at Dubbo and all the trainers are starting to uh have some friendly banter about who's gonna last the longest on the bull boys. A thousand dollars. So if you're in the Dubbo region, if you're a Central West Lister, get out to Dubbo on March 16. you you're gonna have a crack on the mechanical bull. Whoever lasts the longest, a thousand bucks in your pocket has that for a good night out.
4: Simon, have you ever uh, tried the bucking bull? Mm. Have you been to a pub? I've I've been to a pub with a with a bull and, and I've been to a few. Have you? Yeah. Have you have you had yep. a ride, James? Yeah, one over in Queenstown <laughs> and a couple
3: in uh, Austin, Texas. Right. Yeah. Simon? Oh, they're proper bulls. I've
7: only been to that, you know, that buffet that's at some of the uh, Westfield shopping centres? That's called Bucky Bull, I think, isn't it? <laughs> the
4: buffet? <laughs> oh, I <don't> know. <laughs> Mate, I wasn't expecting that. Hey, no. uh, Simon comes up with some un- unexpected <laughs> Yes, he does. Yeah. He yeah. does.
3: The uh, $125,000 Country Classic Series, uh, it's kicked off on Monday. Uh, names of dogs that we should be keeping an eye out for.
7: Yeah, good question, Miss. I'll look. Scintillate won the first heat up there at Grafton. I think it's a dog on the rise. It's coming down to uh, have a look at the track this Saturday. Comes all the way down from Brisbane, boys. So you know they're serious if they're making a ten-hour trip, twenty-hour round trip to come down and have a go. So Scintillate's one to watch if you like betting in the all-in market. Zipping Ronaldo, great name. It won at Gosford. I won it now, sorry, on Monday night, and I think it's a dog to watch. It's going to go around um, in the Richmond Derby tonight as well, zipping Ronaldo, zipping Caleb, another from the same kennel, is one to keep an eye on. But Bella Yuna, the one that broke the track record at Tamora, kennel mate of Palawa King, who won Greyhound of the Year last Thursday night at that wonderful function that we had down there at Barangaroo. Jack Smith is the trainer of... Uh, Bella Una thinks that she's a little dog on the rise, so maybe there's one to keep an eye on there. But I mentioned Palawar King. He'll go around on Saturday night. Jack said it's a throw at the stumps, boys, but he's the best greyhound I reckon we've got in New South Wales at the moment. He's worth the price of admission. He's very much a come-from-behind runner, which we love in the greyhound world. So he gets back, you think you're going to rip your ticket up, and then all of a sudden you're collecting the stub off the floor and trying to piece it back together with a bit of sticky tape. So Palawar King may be the one to watch in the Country Classic on Saturday night, boys. And just quickly, tonight at Richmond, a massive night. The Oaks and the Derby, both worth 50K to the winner. So if you want to have a bet, race six, number one Hurricane Rain, I think, is the dog you want to be on. It's going to have a cushy run along the rail. It's a group one place getter earlier this year. The kennel's absolutely flying. So six, one Hurricane Rain I like in the Oaks. And then in the Derby, it's race eight on the card. I love a dog by the name of Not Without. It's won six of seven at the track. It's a rising star of the sport. Uh, its brothers Mister Peregrine will jump from box eight, but it's going to go from box six. Not without race eight, number six at Richmond tonight to take out the Rich Richmond Derby, fifty k on the line for the trainers. How good, Simon? That have, night out there
4: in yeah, in that that is great, uh, fantastic. Have you got any experience in Vegas? Have you have you been to Vegas? Because well, it's all Vegas. <laughs> Only my dreams, boys. Oh, you haven't been to Vegas? Now tell me this one: Do they they bet on everything in Vegas? Do they have dogs in Vegas? Do you know if they greyhounds race in Vegas?
7: There's no greyhounds racing in Vegas, but I know, Brandy, that we're in the middle of trying to get our rights uh, sold to overseas venues because can you imagine? It seems bizarre that America is a bit behind us, right? We we seem like the gambling
3: leaders in the world, but America yeah. are just sort of catching up. Is that right? We're the punting capital well, sports, of the world. we we'll are better on well, anything.
4: Well, uh, sports betting has only just, just started. Yeah, just started my first in time in
3: Vegas, this guy stopped me in the hallway, American bloke, mm. and he goes, can you believe – uh, here in Vegas, you can bet on anything, any time of the day. I was like, mate, in Australia, I can whip my phone out and bet on <laughs> is it going to rain in the next two hours. Like, that's nothing.
7: <laughs> yeah, we're betting on gherkins rolling down the McDonald's
0: wall
3: yeah. like, when we've grown up. That's Welcome crazy. to the 21st century, America. Hey, thanks for joining us, Simon. Uh, you, Simon. Have a good weekend. We'll chat to you next week.
0: Yeah, hurry boys.
3: Uh, a couple more texts coming through, Brandy. Uh, Port Adelaide Dragon says, lads, I'm calling it now. Luciano Pavarotti will not say out his three years at the Dragons. He won't survive the culture
4: driven by Shane Flanagan and Dean Young. Well, I, I think whatever, it, that, that could be true, Port Adelaide Dragon, or you go the other way and they Shane Flanagan is able shape. to turn Luciano into a much more consistent player. Uh, Jay says, just back uh, back up Brandy thoughts on Ivan. Episode three of Undisputed airs tonight. It captures the Panthers' journey through the 2023 NRL Final Series. Amazing access and footage of the players, their families, and the coaching staff. Jace, it, it, it is very Where can very we good. see that? Uh, you, you can, I think you can download it, or 9Now. Nine 9Now. Nine nine now. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
3: Yeah. Beautiful. I have to watch that. I love, I love sports docos.
4: Uh, what about this one, Matt? Hey, boys, on the road between LA and Vegas, listening to you oh. blokes on the app, heading to watch the NRL, watch the NBA with LeBron, putting on a show last night. Can't wait for the footy this weekend. Max and the boys from Miranda. Go Miranda hard, boys. boys.
3: Yes, boys. Yes, boys. Hopefully last night was your last night of sleep. No sleep now till the end of the Vegas trip, boys, if you're really giving it a nudge. Uh, Hi, Miss Olin, Brandy. If I can recall, the state of origin game played in the U.S. Uh,
4: that Gordy just referred referred to. Uh, can you can you what year was that? No, no, no. Uh, the one Gordy, uh, uh, old Berry, the one Gordy was talking about was 1987, which was played in L.A. So that had the likes of Peter Sterling. Uh, the one you're talking about with Willy Willie Mason. Mason. That was an international game played on synthetic turf. In Jacksonville, I think, and I think it was about 2008, and I think it was Australia playing New Zealand in America, which Russell Crowe was behind organising. Ah. And they played on, um, yeah, synthetic, Synthetic. and Willie did his foot. And and I mean, I think did did a ligament in his foot, which ruled him out for a long time. Uh, We're here
3: for Brighton's lawyers, unhappy to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's lawyers. Stay with us uh, in just a moment. We're going to have our Club Med Caller of the Week, Brandy. I'm racking my brain who is our best caller this week. The bags had about 10 entries, but (laughs) we'll think of some (laughs) other ones as well. And a reminder, straight after us today, we're straight over the ditch to Wellington for SEN's coverage of day two of the first test.
4: Uh, Magpie Swanee, this is a good one. He says, uh, guys, just on this combine, surely an untapped talent area would be somewhere like Ireland. We've already be, seen some great players in the AFL. For sure, it would be easier to transition from league from league to league from rugby. That's true. Why don't they hit other countries? Why don't, why don't yeah. they go, well, you know what, uh, Ireland, this is your chance to come play in the NRL. If there's rugby players that haven't quite made or not sure whether they want to go down that rugby track, uh, I like it. I thought a, about that. Here we go. Here's a league combine. Let's have a look at you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, reminder, Brandy, Club Med Caller of the Year prize. Uh, yes, uh, that's right, James. We'll be sending a family of four to Bali valued at almost $10,000. To be in the running, just call our open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. one You could be our Caller of the Week and then into the draw for the Club Med Caller of the Year. Okay, it's time to award our first
3: Caller of the Week. This caller will go straight into the draw to win that amazing trip to Bali. It's a one in thirty-nine chance to win, and drum roll—it nice. is Paul of Newcastle who rang us on Monday and posed a question relating to NRL teams that have won a premiership and then gone on to miss the eight the following season. Well done, Paul! You're in the trip. You're in the
4: draw to win the trip to Bali. Well done. Need to get away? Choose Club Med Premium All-Inclusive Holidays. Visit Club Med online or your local travel agent. Well done. Um, do we f- knock off at eight fifty night? Yes, we do. Eight fifty 8.59. 8.59 that one minute early, Mark. We will be going straight to the cricket. Thanks for listening this week. Stand by now for Jared Waitley and the team in Wellington for all the action for day two of the first test between Australia and New Zealand. Back to the air conditioning. Brandy to watch a bit of cricket action today. I'll watch a bit of the cricket. I think I've got a few things to do, but... Uh, not, well, you're no, still I,
3: the man about the house. I, I think... Uh, Grocery, I think, shopping, I think Tans on the improved. She's
4: back. I, I hope so. She's hope, back. Yeah. Oh, man, it's been a long week. Yes. It's been a long week.
3: Yes. Uh, you'll month. be with Vossi on Monday. He'll be live from Las Vegas.
4: And then the two of us will be back together on Tuesday. Because Vossi will be flying home. Um, so... Yes. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait for the footy on the weekend. You forget Cannot the footy wait. season is starting because they're all the way in Vegas, but uh, fascinating watching both games. Starts about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes,
3: good luck. Manly fans, Rabbitohs fans, Roosters fans, Broncos fans. Massive weekend. The NRL kicks off in Vegas from us here at SEN. Goodbye.
4: Brandy here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy live 6am to 9am weekdays. Just tune your radio into 1170am in Sydney.